Yo, and hello and welcome to GameSpeak Podcast. New episodes go for free feed subscribers every Wednesday in audio format on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and all of your favorite podcast platforms, as well as in video format on YouTube so you can see us in where we need you to hit subscribe and click that notification bell. We are streaming live every Monday at 7.50 p.m. CST on twitch.tv slash gamespeakpodcast, facebook.com slash group slash gamespeakpodcast, and on YouTube if you want to catch the show as it happens before anyone else. Be sure to go ahead and join our ever-growing community in the GameSpeak Podcast Discord at dsc.gg slash gamespeakpodcast to hang and talk games, battle and catch Pokemon, get show updates, find friends to play games with, and so much more. This show is three BFFs, typically, bringing you the hottest <laughs> video game news of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Jamelo Jafra, alongside Brent Barrios. Hi-yo. Yo, 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 yo. No, <laughs> yo, 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 yo. <laughs> we just first, restarted like, again. Show, just like, <laughs> uh, but Devin is not here today. He's uh, out of town with the fam. So, uh, yeah, shouts to Devin. Tisk, <laughs> tisk. You know? You know what can I say? He's gonna go in the the Game Speak Gulag, dude. Ooh. Yeah, we're gonna have to put Ooh. him in the Game Speak Gulag. I don't know if that's a real thing, but it is now. We just made one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just shows up next week. We just like throw a bag over his head and take him to the Gulag. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we don't own this Fight place. To survive. <laughs> <laughs> it's him versus my dog, the Game Speak dog. <laughs> um but anyways so what's been up oh not much man um you know just working working but then the power went out ah same here for like a second ours went out for like more than a second and i was (laughs) i was at work i was like cutting mushrooms i was like god i want to just play zelda right now more than anything and god was like okay and it was just say so you're fucking, you're the one that caused the tornado. Hell yeah, and I'll do it again. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> fucking, and then like the power went out, and everybody was like, "Well, we can't do anything. Y'all just hang out here for I guess an hour or two, and then we'll if if it uh, if it doesn't clear up, you guys can just go home." And so I just sat on a fucking crate and busted my switch out. I bring my switch with me to work every day. I barely in ever, hopes that the power in goes hopes out. That something like this happens. That's awesome. And it did. And I sat there and I played Zelda for like several hours, got paid for it even. Hell yeah. And then I had to go home because, you know, we're closed, but, you know, shame, shame, whatever. Went home, fucking played some Zelda. Hell yeah. It was great. I got a couple days off. And then this week I've got a chill week. I had a day off yesterday. Today is off and I got a couple days off. It it just got a chill week ahead of me. So, you know, I Mm. feel like life's rewarding me for all the hard work I've been putting into it, you know. That's how it goes. You know, you get, you get, you reap what you sow. Yeah. You know, you put it, you put in the extra hours cutting them onions. The God onions. sent a tornado <laughs> to Huntsville. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. There's people out there. Love my home. <laughs> it's just like, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, I did see Huntsville got fucking wrecked. Over there by Hobby Lobby, like whole telephone poles were just snapped in half and stuff, you know? Yeah, my my sister works at the Target there. She said um, that Target didn't have power for like two days. Yeah, Target was one of the only stores that even stayed open, though. Like they had like a like a generator, I guess, running half the store or something. Yeah, like, it literally. Because Audra went in there to get some food and they had all the freezers and stuff shut off, but they're like, like you know, bare bones. They were still kind of running the store. I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was weird. Yeah, she said it was dumb because like their generator didn't 
actually generate enough electricity for the store. No, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um well, I'm glad it was just at the like the main city area, you know. It wasn't just like wrecking people's houses. Yeah. I think it was just, it just took out Target and like It some... was like mostly that yummy yummy movie theater area over there. Yeah. And then Game like, kind of up the strip there, but like they got the worst of it. Like they were down for like 4 days over there at like Hobby Lobby yummy yummy area. Damn. Yeah. Fortunately, my house did not lose power that much. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm right down the street from all that, so I was not really. You're kind of like five miles out from all that. I mean, you know, I guess so. I yeah, uh, you're down the highway. I feel like tornadoes are too lazy to head that head far. Over there. Yeah, they like chill. They 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 pop up. I feel like for like a minute, they're just like here to fuck shit up. For it's like a mosh pit for a minute, and then they dissipate. Yeah. I mean, I could be completely wrong. I have no idea no, how. It's like that. Tornado science works. Uh, there could be like hour long tornado. Whatever know? happened here, it was it was very fast. You know, it was like yeah. twenty minutes of craziness, and then it was just bright sunny skies, but the whole town was fucked up. You yeah, know? and it was like hot and humid and shit. The like it ha- it came through here um, in Conroe, but like it was like so fast. Like it, it, there was no tornado, but the winds got so crazy that people were like pulling out of the the road and like parking in my apartment complex parking Jeez. lot because they couldn't see shit and like their cars were getting like fucking pushed around and stuff i hope everybody's okay that's crazy oh, and sh- speaking of your apartment complex parking lot your yeah. pool over there is looking it's it's always right just fucking popping over there it's gotta be you know it's a good pool i i, I told you yeah i did some laps in it but Ever since that day, like, I didn't realize... Probably too popping to work out over there. It is, yeah, and I, I didn't realize summer was here for, like, where kids are, like, out of school. Yeah, like, real summer. Yeah, because, like, so that day that I went, that was, like, the last day before, apparently, school let out, so I haven't been able to go back ever since. Like, it was just, like, a perfect day. There was nobody at the pool. I'm in there just swimming laps, uh, you know, but every day since it looks like how it does right now where there's like 45 people surrounding it. Like there's music going. People are like cooking in the on the grills and shit. Like I can't get in there. Like I, I literally there's literally like a square of space in the pool. Like It's <laughs> fucking dumb, dude. I hate that. Yeah. I don't know how people do that. Like I would not want to go sit in the pool with That's all these been randoms. My biggest, like I went to like Splash Town a lot this past summer because I had a season pass or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. And like I'd say two out of the you know two out of three times when you go into Splash Town, you're gonna just end up in a situation like that where you're like, yeah, you know, you're crushed. You can't move, you know. No, it's you weird. had to strategically pick the right day of the week to go to Splash Town and the right time of day. Yeah, well, that's the same thing with like any like. I guess like amusement park one you're going to be so tired from just standing in the heat all day. And then you have all these people just bumping into you. There's like nowhere to move. And so I hate it, hate it. But I like the days whenever it's like kind of dead. Yeah. Like if you luck out one time I went to Disney world, like, okay, we took my sister to Disney world. She worked at like a Disney internship program or whatever. Yeah. So we took her down there to drop her off. And, um, uh, they, you know, the the Disney people gave me like a day pass. They're like, my my parents were gonna go take 
you know, alley around the fucking, you know, campus or whatever. They were like, you go do whatever the like, fuck you want. They like, go fuck off in Magic Kingdom, basically. That's what's up, And dude. so I had, like, you know, a free pass to fucking Disney World. So I'm running around Disney World. I rode Space Mountain, like, five times. Like, because this was right after 9-11. So I guess yeah. every, everybody was, like, scared to fly or something. So, like. I mean, Not you. You went to space. <laughs> well, we drove. <laughs> we drove there. So, fucking, uh. Right. <laughs> no, but it was fucking amazing, dude. Like, I rode that shit like 10 times. And then I went to, uh, they had a place called Disney Quest, right? This is, I think this is what sparked my love for VR. Yeah. It's like a VR arcade in Disney World at the time. This was like, yeah, they don't have that anymore, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. It's probably not as impressive anymore, you know, because it's like all that shit's super outdated and stuff. You'd have to make yeah. whole new experiences. Probably just not worth it, you know? No. But at the time, it was crazy because there was no VR anywhere. And then you go there and you're like literally sitting on a magic carpet in this like primitive but effective VR. And you're, like, holding, like, the tassels of the carpet, like, steering the carpet and shit. It was cool. I mean, like, and it was a multiplayer thing, so you see the other people flying around on their carpet, and you could, like, talk to them and stuff. It was oh, neat. that's cool. It had, like, fucking in-game chat yeah, and shit. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, you were sitting right next to the people, but it still was using, like, microphones and stuff to, like... That's cool. It was really cool. There was a lot of cool stuff like that. I don't know. Way ahead of its time. Um, but Yeah, I didn't really do much uh, other than... Zelda as well. I did watch uh, Interstellar again. It's good movie, um, dude. It's so good. Like every time I watch it, I'm like, I always forget this is on my top three. Like it's in the top three. That's how good it is. And I'm like of movies, not just like media in general, but like it's always the Matrix is number one, no matter what for me. But I feel like Interstellar is like another one of those top three movies that I can't really decide because I know there's another one that I think is my second, but I can't remember what it is right now. And I'm going to regret saying that it's my second. I like Interstellar a lot. It might be my favorite movie for sure. It's, it's so it's, it's another one of those movies that's so every minute of the, of screen time is utilized. It's not just like, Oh, let's hear, let's just have a wasted moment. There's no wasted moments with that movie. Everything's, perfect it's so good it's so rare too like i i guess that's what makes it so good is that it's so rare but i wish there was more like movies where you could just sit down and watch it from front to back and be like wow i feel like i just learned something one two i felt like i just went on an adventure yeah you know big time adventure yeah yeah like that shit it just doesn't happen that often and i think that's what makes it special though but the matrix is another one of those things not really learning too much from the Matrix. Similar concepts, though, like yeah. time adventure rooted sci-fi. in reality, but super sci-fi yep. all at the same time. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Philosophies, like philosophies. Yeah, I just I like to I like to get schooled when I'm watching movies. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like now, I love Evil Dead. Like, but also that's a different not, type like, of thing. Pretentious. Like, okay, those movies do a good job of like presenting a a, a strong thematic idea without doing it in like a you know, pretentious way. Yeah, where know? it's just like, okay. Like, I think, you know, you get movies like Inception that are like, you know. Too much. I still like Inception a yeah. lot. You know, I'm not going to say it's too much, but it's not like a masterpiece like Interstellar yeah. was because of just that underlying pretentiousness to the whole thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Is, am I crazy for thinking that? Like, I, No, I, I think you're right. But um, I don't know if I felt the pretentiousness in that movie as much as you did 
I just didn't find Good it movie. as... Good Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no. I just feel like that's what's keeping it from reaching the heights, in my mind, of Interstellar. A lot of people are going to put uh, Inception way above Interstellar. Which is insane to me. It's just not A lot of people really that. like Inception. Like, it's well, a- I think people like the idea of being able to like control your dreams. I think that sounds more realistic to them than us traveling through a wormhole, which is actually insane because one's actually real you know and i'm not saying that controlling your dreams is is fake well the dream thing is really interesting because we don't really know much about dreams and yet everybody almost everybody experiences them you know what i mean it's true it's like a it's like a shared phenomenon that we can all relate to but still are all curious about but it's all disconnected though you know like it'd be different if it was like we all had dreams that were somehow connected that would be insane especially if we didn't know how it worked like like say you just had a dream and you just like randomly would connect with like one of your buddies or like your mom or something, and then like the next day you'd be like, "That was crazy." That's why you gotta get Neuralink, bro. Yeah, dude. Then we can all just Wi-Fi st- uh, stream, stream our stream dream, the dream, stream dreams. You don't want to stream my dreams, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, no. Um, I, I even if you stream my dream, I don't think it would just look like an AI generated fucking picture. It would be weird, bro. Yeah, it would be a lot like an AI generated picture. Yeah. I, I think I think I think a dream in AI generated fucking pictures. I do too. I, I like uh, you know. Like I see those movies where they're like, I saw one the other day. It was like The Rock eating rocks, and it was just an AI generated movie of <laughs> of The Rock, and he's like picking up rocks and he's like just munching them hardcore. It's and like it, yeah, it I could like, dream that. That's that's the kind of like everything was all like clay looking, and like, uh-huh. he was all like warping and shit, and like eating the rocks, and like it's got that fuzzy like yeah. resonance to all of them. And I'm like, yeah, that's my dreams right there yeah have you ever had one of those dreams where like you know you're you but you don't look like you and like you're like talking to somebody who you know is somebody but they don't look like that person you know say it's like the whole the whole dream it's like oh i'm talking to brent but you look like i don't know fucking ronald mcdonald or something like you don't even look like brent but i know it's you or like you, not really you've no. never had that i have dreams where there are people that i like know from reality but like in my dream they're a different person like you know what i mean like that's what i mean yeah like, it's like someone in re in the real world like but it's like the opposite of what you're saying like like i don't oh, okay. i don't recognize them as the person that i know them from in reality like i'll see like i use my brain uses faces of people i know to like make placeholders in like you know what I mean? It's weird. Gotcha. So they look like someone you know, but it's not them. It's not them. It's like a totally different character. I don't know. That's Sometimes I'm not even me in my dreams. Like, I'll have dreams where I'm just like... A different person. A different person. Like, it's weird. See, that's actually kind of sketchy to me. Um, like, <laughs> not, not you, but it's scary. Pretty sketchy, bro. <laughs> sketchy as in scary. Like, to have a dream where, like, you see, a, you see someone that you know and you go up to them and like they start talking and it's not them you know what i'm saying like imagine that in real life imagine you see me and i'm just standing there and you like come on you're like yo jamel and like i start talking and it's obviously not me it makes me think of that possessor movie that i fucking was saying was so fucked up the other day that I oh yeah, yeah yeah i forgot like about it's 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 that concept like the guy's in us or the chick is an assassin 
and she like studies the person's body she's gonna take over for like a week so she'll like you know surveillance them from outside their house or whatever and learn all their mannerisms and shit yeah and then whenever they she takes over their body she like lives in their body for like two or three days before she assassinates whoever she's gonna fucking kill as that person yeah because sometimes it takes a while to like get to the target because it's like a high profile target or whatever yeah so like like she takes over this guy's body and like he goes up to the girlfriend and like he says the same thing that he's been saying the whole time and instantly she's like there's something different about you it's like it's just that thing you know what i mean like like no it's me it's really interesting, bro. That movie's super fucked, though. I don't recommend watching it. Yeah, that, that, I think that's why I didn't watch it, because yeah. you had already recommended yeah, not I'll, watching it. I will it. continue to not recommend it. <laughs> it made me think of that, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's a, we need a Dream Speak podcast, dude. Now, um, but, okay, let's get back to the video games. Um, speaking of which, currently playing, obviously... Is that the, all you've been playing now, as well? let me just get my yeah. other one okay. out of the way. So I've also been playing a game called Demio. Uh, my buddy from work convinced me to get it because it's like a D&D tabletop game. So like, oh, okay. a few of the people who used to play D&D with, uh, I've got this, and now we're playing like, you know, this D&D game. It's in VR, but you can also play it out of VR. Like, I think I'm the only one in our group that's actually playing the VR version. But it's really sick. Like, fucking, it's it's like a tabletop setup, and you move your little miniatures through this, like, dungeon or whatever, and then other miniatures come out. And it's set up to look like a really elaborate, like, tabletop setup. Like, somebody built this, you know? Oh, nice. But, uh, like, you know, you pick your class, and then you, like, go through the dungeons, and you earn gold. And there's, like, a card-based system where you, like, buy cards after each round, and then you use the cards to, like, cast spells and stuff. And it's, like, up to four players, so... But you can also just do two players where each of you controls two characters if you want, which is what I did last time. But I think tonight we're going to run it with three people, so I'm not sure how that's going to work. Nice. So y'all are doing this instead of D&D now? Uh, yeah, right now we are. Our D&D sessions have kind of fallen through. Our old DM moved to Alaska, so... Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. So how, like, um, how are y'all liking this versus dnd though it's not the same it's not like it's not the same dnd is way deeper way more like you know you can do whatever you want like it's it's more of a role-playing experience this is more of just like a this is almost like fire emblem but like multiplayer oh okay but like with dnd elements to it like dice rolling and moving through a little set piece and stuff you know what i mean y'all should try that um that star wars like tabletop game that that sounds dope what yeah, it's like old too. It's been around since like the '90s or something. But it's like a D and D tabletop. It's kind of like Warhammer, but Star Wars. Like, oh, I'll play the shit out of that. Yeah, apparently, so that that place, Gamers Grove over there. Apparently, they have like a, a Star Wars night that they do it every week. So that is so fucking cool. I'll play yeah, that. We should check that out. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. So that aside, let us talk the tears of the kingdom. Ah, yes. Oh, the yes. tears of the kingdom. So I must ask for you to not spoil like the ending for uh, me. Or dude, I haven't even beat it yet. Oh, okay, cool. That's another thing I wanted to say. I'm actually stuck, like because after you do a certain thing, which I thought was the end of the game, it's not. Like you don't even like. I, basically, after you you get the uh, the sages, 
they're like there's more a lot more after that <laughs> i don't know if there's a lot more because but they're basically like you all meet up a thing happens and then i, I was like oh shit well now what and then like the lady's like oh yeah there's more sages. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. There's six sages, according to the legends. Uh, that's what the fucking um, the videos I've been feeding me. But there's four sages that went into battle with the Sage of Time. So Which is Link. And so there's one other sage. No, the Sage of Time is Zelda. Or Zelda. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. And then, but there's one other besides Zelda. You're right. The sixth sage. They said there's six sages at one point. So... I've seen them briefly. I don't want to spoil the two that you get from the thing, but no, I'm betting it's something. I'm. I don't know, man. Either way, think of sages as dungeons, basically. Like yeah. in in the way that we're talking about it. If you want to understand what the sages are, it's actually like a character from each dungeon. But like, so after you d- do all those and you do that thing, then she's like, "There's another sage," but we don't know where they're at. And, like, they don't tell you anything on the map. They don't give you anything. And I haven't been wanting to Google it. I'm just kind of going around trying to figure it out. She's Have like, you gone to that temple in the northeast at all? Which one is that? There's, like, I don't know if it's a temple, but there's, like, some sort of thing on the map that's, like, really obviously a big square up to the northeast. And, like, I've been meaning to go up there and check it out, but... The northeast? Yeah, it's at the very northeastern corner of the map. And that might be the uh, the other phenomena area uh, maybe. that you're talking about. Because there's one north, uh, or like northeast, northwest, like southeast and southwest. Um, uh, the ones I haven't done yet are the southeast and southwest ones, I'm pretty sure. Because northeast, no. northeast is Goron Mountain, right? No. Well... No? Yeah, it is, but there's another one. Further? Yeah, like to the right of it, or down. Down. down in the wetlands. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm making my way over there right now to go to the, the village where that researcher guy is. Researcher guy. The the goggles dude. I just got that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just went to the horse god uh, like lake. That's literally the last thing I did. Melania? Was, no, I'm yeah, I went to the, the horse lake or whatever, the lake of the horse god, and I fucking got the giant white horse. Have you gotten that? Uh, I believe so. Did you get? Did you talk to the horse god? I haven't like met the horse god himself. Oh, okay. But I've like like slept in the horse bed, and he's like, "Yo, horse god, message coming at you." But like, I went to the place the horse god like lake and i got the fucking giant white horse so they're like there's a giant white steed and the horse god and like i did the giant white steed thing but i didn't get the horse god i, gotcha. haven't, I haven't met the horse god I, I meant to mention uh something about the game like did you notice that like your old horse yes breath of the wild that's what i wanted to I was say gonna say like as soon as i booted it up little wheezy from breath of the wild was there mine was, was charlie like, oh, yeah i was like hell yeah yeah man. and i was like wait a minute and he was like w- he had way better stats than any horse i'd found at that point yeah, so i was sure. using him i don't even fuck with the horses anymore um at this point in the game like i've just got so much stamina and shit i don't there's no need for them and like uh i like my big white horse he's pretty dope i'm gonna tell you though um with the uh not with the horses uh he's got unlimited like fucking runs runs yeah yeah uh basically you need to search the the east side of the map i'm not gonna tell you why i'm not gonna spoil anything for anybody but if you ever play the game as early as you can go explore the east side east side near hat no like in that area and uh just look around for uh, places 
because something very cool is over there like that like plays a major role not in the story or anything just like in your role playing experience so just go over there dude i saw a dragon but i was too scared to go fuck with it like you're talking about the big ones flying in the sky the three-headed like oh that's a gl- gliok a gliok yeah that's a gliok that that's the first boss Maybe in the first zelda <laughs> <laughs> yeah the gleox those i have not defeated one of those yet have the, you tried i tried a lightning one that's what it was it was a lightning in the one. coliseum like in the ruined coliseum it was in like um it was just it was just chilling like it wasn't even i don't know if it was in a ruined coliseum or what but it was i saw it from a distance i looked oh, at okay. my scope i was too scared to go up yeah like, they'll fuck you up like big time yeah, like those I figured, you know, yeah i've killed lionels i've killed the giant spiders i've killed giant like i've killed everything. a lot of fucking big crazy bosses which mm-hmm. is a lot of fun there's a whole lot of bosses i will say this it's very elden ringy like, like very much like the game to me feels like elden ring and horizon zero dawn mixed together yeah you know what i mean like that's what i get from it like this is the vibes i get from it like and i really enjoy it you know i it's way better than breath of the wild fucking i couldn't get into breath of the wild this i'm just absolutely absorbed into you know what i mean this, like i said the main Something difference about, is the world feels full i think to me the difference is like the the freedom you have to like do what you want yeah you know what i mean like it's like hitman-esque where it's like you you get an objective and then it's just like all right do it however you want figure it out you know what mm-hmm. i mean i fucking love that you know what i mean because i feel like i'm pretty creative and i've come up with some really just interesting ways to beat like objectives that i think it wanted to be harder than i made it you know yeah. or sometimes i make it harder than it needs than it to actually be, needs to be you know but the crazy thing is is like even with that you can tell everything is intricately designed it's not like yeah you know like if you wanted to play through this game and just follow the rules of whatever they gave you you could beat the game that way but like it gives you the option to not do that you yeah. know and it kind of like kind of is like hey you probably should just try and fuck around like you it know. makes it way more fun to mine. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're building like giant fucking bridges and then putting like fucking balloons on the side of them and like lifting oh, yeah, yourself dude. up into the sky, you know, like that's just a, a magical thing, you know. It or, is. Like you build some kind of crazy device and then suck down like five of those fucking large zoni charges or whatever and just like zip across the whole map on it, you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, dude. Or put like ten batteries on the same device. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, go forever. <laughs> Have you been, um, you know, increasing your battery? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I've got okay. I've got two full batteries and then a uh, one battery with like one bar, two bars or something. Yeah, the so. quicker you can increase those, just do it because it's like well, I got a lot of the the charges from following that fucking underground quest. You know what I mean? Because you pick up a lot of zonite from fucking just you know going through the depths in general, and then like mm-hmm. whenever you get every time you fight that fucking dude you get like a chest with like a hundred chunk of it and there's a little refinery right there you can just sell them or buy buy the uh charges or whatever yeah Yeah. i've noticed if you really want to just like uh if you buy all that guy's charges and then you want to replenish the charges you can like sleep you can make a fire sleep at the fire make a fire again sleep at the fire Mm -hmm. and then save it and load it and you'll uh it'll all be there again it'll all be there again yeah it, it one cool thing like i love watching about this game like you know how they have the blood moon like every so, couple of when nights the blood moon yeah rises. i hate that like but you gotta <laughs> it scares stick. me every time it happens i think some shit's going down and then it's just the blood moon thing yeah I'm like oh 
You know why they do that, right? So your enemies can respawn? So the enemies will respawn. Like, if you knocked an NPC out of, like, a place where it's supposed to be, like, if you fucked up your shit, it basically resets everything except for the items you have in, like, uh, you know, your place in the game and all that shit. That's cool. It's pretty interesting. It's a really cool, like, look into that. It's a way, it's it's also, I feel like, their answer to Elden Ring's, like, sleep, go to the bonfire and all the enemies come back type shit. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I feel like it's that it's got a lot of Elden Ring influence in it. It really does. Like the music, the fucking like landscape of everything, the fucking feel of everything. You know what I mean? Though a lot of that was in Breath of the Wild, which makes me think that Elden Ring, Elden Ring took it from yeah. them, and then they They're were like, like Fuck "Shit, it, yeah, we'll, we'll go even further. We'll borrow a little from you guys." You know? Yeah, might as well. No one. Greatness uh, building on greatness. You know what I mean. Have you found any costumes or like any outfits? Bro, I got so many outfits, dog. Oh, dude. I got okay. So I've got the first piece of gear out of the no slip gear for the fucking. Uh, oh, for the journalist. For the journalist quest. quest. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty deep into the journalist quest right now. I'm I'm getting have paid a you... hundred rupees a thing right now. You know. What oh, I mean? you'll be getting more soon. And ha- have you uh? <laughs> <laughs> have you talked to the uh, the fairies yet? The great fairies. I've talked to one of them, uh, and I upgraded a little bit of my armor. That's what I was about to say. You need to get those open because, like, upgrading is great. Like my my slip suit. You can suit. go back to the the fairies, right? But you yeah. can only upgrade your armor one time per fairy. Or? No, you just have to have whatever they are requesting for you to upgrade it. Oh, okay. But like, I think each one w- does different types of armor. armor. So like. Like, I have my slip the frog area, suit or yeah. whatever. It's, like, maxed out. And so, like, it actually gives me, like... it. Like, if you max out a full thing of armor, it'll add an extra ability to the armor or whatever oh, it is. So, yeah. it's pretty cool. So, I've got, the, I've got the slip armor. I've got a lightning-proof armor. I've got Same. a fast-climbing armor. I've got a heat-resistant armor, frost-resistant armor. I've got... One armor that gives me an attack bonus. Yeah, yeah. So and that's you getting all that from the depths, probably. Um, and like map treasure sure, chest. Honestly. No, I, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know where I got that one. Like, I don't think I got it from the depths, but I do have one mark in the depths that I haven't gone to yet. Oh, nice. But it's way off, and I'm too scared to go get it right now. Honestly, dude, <laughs> it's some cool stuff, man. Like, uh like different outfits and whatnot but like uh i have one i bought one with pose that's literally just the classic link outfit you know what i mean wait who where are you selling your pose to uh at lookout landing there's a fucking statue that'll like buy your pose from you really okay it's some bullshit though like all it's got is that cool tunic and then like a bunch of bombs and like you know shit like that i was about to say because if you follow that that whatever he is the the whatever clan the the, the Yurgo clan yeah that guy um you end up like after you finish his quest like nearby like it doesn't even like send you to i just got i was just kind of like looking around there's like a quest there where you have to like there's like this giant statue under in the depths that's like i you you got to talk to somebody who's in the water like near the great plateau or whatever and then you go so you do all that and then you have to like find all of his eyes like that, like outside of it, the chasms and then like throw them in land in and then carry them over to him at like four different chasms it's all this crazy shit just for him to like buy pose from you they're like wow. 
like t- what he does give you a heart container or a stamina thing Ooh, so cool but like um some of the stuff that he offers is pretty good as well like i got um i mean i'm not gonna say what it is but i got some armor that was pretty dope i got man like i like how some of the quests it's like either just like a really quick like you know it's very grand theft auto-esque like you don't know what you're in for when you like start it up quest. yeah like you, it, it could it, be nothing it could be some simple bullshit it could just be like somebody in one of those douchebags in disguise trying to fucking kill you or it could just be like you know like a really long elaborate like you know go all the way through the depths of the fucking underworld type mm-hmm. shit you know what i mean like, and then come out with like a dope blade and like some some armor um though like um if you get any cool blades save them I, 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 like it would you know any any one that like you obviously don't need to fight with you know that if you're like this one stands out a lot i really like this one just save it until like you know next time we talk because i think once you visit like you know around the east area you're gonna find something that that you'll use those for so. i have some really cool web like I, I always keep like one weapon that's like 40 like damage or so at least and that's like my my heavy hitter you yeah. know like i'll pull that out if i gotta fucking whoop some ass at one point i had one uh it was like a hammer that did like 70 damage or mm-hmm. something but it damaged me too. So like, fucking, oh, was it a gloom one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I would take out whole bosses with it and just like pop, 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 and the whole boss would be dead. But I'd have like half my hearts gone too. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's pretty cool. I like the different shit like that. Me too. It was really neat. Like, I, honestly, there's so much to it, and like so many different creative ways you can like be like fight and combat like did you do the shrine where you like have all the roombas and you gotta yeah. like put, you put like, blades yeah. on them and shit <laughs> yeah, I that put, shit was so fun dude what <laughs> i did i actually i put the uh the spike shields on them and i sent them off to the right so all the monsters would follow them and i snuck around and got up top killed the one that was up there and then i took the uh the flamethrowers and put them on the other roombas and just literally just sent the flamethrower roombas down and they just murdered everybody i just made flamethrower roombas and ice thrower Roombas. <laughs> and they were like freezing them and firing them. And then I had one Roomba that I put spike balls on, but he just wasn't doing a very good job. He was just Roomba. He was just doing the best he could. Yeah. He wasn't very effective. <laughs> he kept flipping over, you know? Yeah, a little <laughs> Robo Boy. He's just trying. <coughs> They'll hit you too. Like, that was the one thing I fucked up the first time I went in there. That was the only time I think I've ever lost a shrine. And it was because I put the flamethrower on the Roomba thing backwards. Like, I didn't realize that I was facing the front side of the, the Roomba. And uh, so, like, whenever I put the flamethrower on him, it just immediately started flaming and, like, shooting me in oh, the yeah. face. Oh, no, yeah. I, fr- I almost killed myself yeah. in that one. Like. I did that, yeah. And I was like, motherfucker. I was like, but I was like, that's my fault. I wasn't paying attention. I like the ones where it takes all your weapons away and you have to, like, get creative with the combat you know oh yeah i love all those there see on breath of the wild there was a whole island like that eventide island which is in this one but it's not it doesn't do the same thing as like and uh it does something cool but it doesn't do what it did in the first game in the first game eventide island you took a sailboat all the way out to it and once you got there like you basically lost all of your gear like it, it everything just disappears and there's like a boss on there and, like all the shit so you had to like 
go around and like make a weapon or like you know cut down a tree to get a weapon and like take out slowly like you'd be like stealthily taking out like you know bokoblins and all that shit and then fight the big boss who who has a giant like diamond on his chest that you needed to get to get out yeah i had a quest like that on the fucking uh on this one it was like you went to this cave and they're like we all in our underwear fighting these monsters and then you have to like creep around the cave like in your underwear i haven't even got to that like that that's (laughs) the crazy part dude i'm like i'm 110 something hours or 115 hours Bro, in. I've got to have sunk a whole lot of time into this game. I'm not sure how far I am. But It'll tell you if you go back to the home I'm screen. I'm not sure how accurate it is because I've kind of just been leaving the game on. When I'm not playing it, I just leave it running in sleep mode. You know what I mean? And if then... it's in sleep mode, it's not counting the time. Or like oh, okay. it, or like, like anytime I pause it, I hit the home button because then it like cuts out like whatever's happening. I'm just saying my time might be inaccurate because sometimes yeah. I just leave it and walk away. You know what I mean? For sure. Dude, I've spent a lot of fucking time. It's crazy to me that I haven't... Like, there's still things that I haven't done. There's still a lot of things I'm that like, I probably haven't there's done. There's just tons of shit to do. Like, you know? I'm, like, overwhelmed with shit to do. Oh, for yeah. For sure, like... It's, like, my quest list, like, my side quest list or whatever... Like, I have to, like, hold it for, like, 30 seconds to get to the part where <laughs> there's, like, something that I can mark to go follow. It's so crazy how detailed the map is, too. The exploration is really cool because you just, like, can look at the map and just, like, look at all the topography and just think, I'm going to go over here and fucking just like, see what that little detail on the yeah. map actually is. Yeah, was that is, little dot you know? or yeah, whatever. What's that little dot? Yeah, and usually it's something cool. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I need to go and, like, expand my uh, weapon... Uh, holdings or whatever i have like 45 i don't know where to find that guy again. i can't find him Bro, he was at I ran lookout into him one time and he was like he was like yeah man if you ever see me again just give me some seeds bro and i, I never saw him again he's at the lookout place um for what? you if that was the first time you met him then he's at the lookout place uh he's just chilling over there yeah and then i went up to him and i i sold him like like 20 fucking you know uh of the the korok seeds and then i left came back he was he wasn't there again and, and like it's uh, this whole time i've been playing Is i haven't ran into him again. one seed per fucking it gets it gets more it as it goes i think it becomes two or three or something okay i was gonna say because i got a bunch of seeds so i should be able to fucking expand my i got like 14 so not a bunch but i've got you'll like, be able to expand a it for a good, good amount Im- that's how, that's how I did the first time I walked up to him. So that's what you'll end up I doing. I still don't know what the deal is with those frogs, but I keep killing and collecting those snowflakes or whatever they got. I got a fuck. You still of haven't those. ran into those? No, nah, man. Oh, I dude. got a bunch of those frog things, though, for real. I follow those bunnies. Anytime I see one of the, the bunnies, I fucking follow it all the way to the frog, kill the frog. Dude. I got a fuckload of frog. I just I know it's important. So I've got a bunch of them. Yeah, save them because it's like a whole side quest thing. Like, uh, there's a guy. He's like an ugly little dude who wants to become one of those monsters Where that do I you meet kill. Him at? I don't. Uh, he's outside of a cave, actually. Like him and his. Like he looks like a monster, and it, like he's like a short monster-looking guy. And if you go up to him, like you think it's a monster, and then he turns around and he he's wearing like a mask on the back of his head, and it's like these two brothers who have like this weird like Tim Burtony like esque like a uh, fucking uh like balloon thing that they sell stuff out of and he wants those so he can eat them to become one like he's like obsessed with becoming a monster or whatever he's he's like please bring me all of the ones that you can get you know and then he's like i'll give you shit for them i gotta find this guy man yeah and he only appears at night so like Uh, once you first meet him like after you can meet him the first time and it's not nighttime but after that that, yeah it's always nighttime when you can meet him so 
I find a lot of those Korok seed dudes. I'm kind of tired of like taking the fucking guys. Oh, I don't. Dude, I, I skip over that shit. I just go for the ones that are like single ones, like where it's like. A... Yeah, sometimes if it's easy, like I, most of the time if I ride my horse, I attach a trailer to it and just ride around with just a horse. Carry him. I just have a trailer on my horse like 90% of the time. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I might as well just throw them in the fucking buggy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a, a cool way to get like free food or like full plate meals, you know? Um, if you see like people on like a horse with wagon and you go and you follow them, they'll like start getting attacked by bacoblins. And if you kill the bacoblins, they'll like give you a like a plate oh, cool. of food. They're, like, here's a meal with like I've saved with a, few a bunch of hearts from bacoblins before. Just, yeah. Like, like I'll just roll up and they'll be like trying to cook and then I'm so, you know they're getting attacked and I kill the dude and they're like oh thanks and they give you anything they give you something yeah usually it's like some food I like the dude who was holding up the sign all over the place. oh my gosh he's like in like blizzards and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's fucking hilarious and I don't know that's just an entertaining little fucking thing for me like I always like making a little structure to like hold up his shit yeah know? me too and he always gives you 20, 20 rupees you know yeah he's a good dude in a meal you know? yeah you know? he hooks it up man sometimes he gives you a bomb or like a pony yeah or a pass puff, or... what are they called puff shroom puff shroom yeah, yeah. but like those get more elaborate too like it reaches a point to where like the sign will be like three on top of each other you gotta like put stuff in between really? them and do all the oh, shit wow. yeah the more the more you find him the like the crazier they get i noticed the supplies that uh, i find around him are getting like less and less like you know convenient like, yeah i had to stack up a bunch of rocks on that, one that, of yeah. them, you know what I mean? cut down trees <laughs> yeah cut down some trees that's kind of like my my path with it is like i always like say it's facing this way i'll like put one up like this and then i'll put one on the side and glue it to the one that's going like this and then put one on this side that's glued to that one and then like i'll put like a rock at the end of the ones that are like slanted like oh, that yeah. so they don't move and then typically that's how i do it my move is like i make a tripod usually so like i make like a like a two two part thing at first right and mm -hmm. it, like I, I put it right under it like that's what i'm talking it about holds it up and then i put a third one that just like is a support beam that keeps it from like falling over. <laughs> that's what i do and that's it that's all i do yeah and then fucking 90 percent of the time it works, it works yeah. and if it doesn't work i'll i'll add another beam to it for support but i want to know what happens if you complete that quest i don't know but... man but that guy yeah. has got to be grateful he's good know? he's good marketing yeah yeah um, but anyways, uh, I guess we can, uh, go ahead and, oh, oh, oh and the was... voice acting is fucking great. I just want to say, like, I'm really pleased with the fact that we've got like fully voice acted, like cast now, you know what I mean? It's I... funny cause Link doesn't talk, but everybody else does. <laughs> I don't like Zelda's voice. Um, yeah, it's too deep. Yeah. And it's just like, she sounds like she's on like fucking the British Bake Off or whatever. The blood moon rises. She's the British Bake Off will be judged. <laughs> that, like, every time she talks, she's just like, oh, Link, what are we going to do? You know, it's just like, <laughs> why do you sound like she this? sounds like Laura Croft, like, you know what I mean? Kind of. Like a, a, a whiny bitch version of <laughs> Laura Croft. Yeah. Like, she always sounds whiny, even though, like, she's like powerful and like a sage of time you know like they I make her believe so... that was fucking Kilo. just like you said i thought it was gone like, i thought it was going that's why i looked it up i heard it and i was like oh that's gone and yeah. then fucking it wasn't it was Kilo. but i was like that's that's Kilowa attempting to do gone's voice, voice as a character i've done that before actually like i 
like Kilo and Gon sound completely different in the show, but like I've seen another show where the same lady does a voice, like Kilo's voice actor does a voice, and I thought it was Gon. And like I don't know why she just has a Gon voice. Like she does a lot of voice acting work. Too, a lot, so probably yeah. all kinds of blends together at some point. You know That's I mean? true. That's true. <laughs> She's really good though. But see, I like that you like the game though, even though like the place that you went to, you know, like I'm sure the story's a little weird for you because everybody's like oh link you know like uh, hey what's up bro you know like remember me from breath of the wild you know like I- i'm well, sure I mean, the- i'm just assuming i'm like a local celeb you know what i mean doing i did some big things you know did some link like things. yeah in breath of the wild that's what they're like so all these characters are from breath of the wild like that all the sages you're meeting are like characters that were already in the first ones you know and they're they were just like Oh, you're back. What's up, bro? You know, so yeah. like, I'm sure that gets a little weird. Like, but like, yeah, it's not that hard. It's no. not that. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I just couldn't see it from outside of that perspective. I was like, oh, yeah, everybody knows Link now, you know, and like, in Hatano, like in the first game, Link, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Link's house. Yeah. In Hatano, your house from Breath of the Wild is still there, but Zelda was living in it in this one so i guess like they were living together which is weird like i don't understand i'm like one of the voice actors <clears throat> confirmed that they're like an article in this game for sure that's what i was thinking because yeah. i'm like i was living there alone bro i don't remember zelda being there like well, you she moved in yeah bro. she moved in apparently she her her diaries in there and shit, oh, shit. and like there's like like pictures of like her with like the her horse and everything on the wall i'm like the fuck um, but yeah, go go check that place out. Go check out Hatton Village. Because yeah. I gotta go. I'm going to that one quest line. Uh, the the older guy yeah. quest line. That's the next thing on my agenda right now. So. But yeah, just but in so case wait, you get confused about so that. Are you saying that there's a compendium thing that I can get down in the depths too, no. though, or it's it's that it's that, it's guy. that guy. You have to follow that guy because he okay, he good. gives your um sheikah device or whatever the fuck it's called right, the yeah. full abilities like it yeah, that's what he was saying so uh, he was definitely next on my agenda i just keep getting sidetracked every time i'm like walking that way i see a new horse stable or i see a something and i'm like oh yeah go over there just remember it's it's worth getting it out of the way because he makes you do a couple things to get the radar and all that stuff but that radar makes the rest of the game so much easier yeah. like at least the exploration that's why i'm doing all the side quests and stuff before i do the last two uh you know fucking uh sages yeah because i want to like you know struggle have as much of the you know shit as i can you know what I, mean? <coughs> I don't know i'm really enjoying it i've been playing it a lot dude like a lot oh me too like, yeah all my free time <laughs> i agree i agree um anyways uh let's get into the video game news we have some big news to talk about today which is the uh the playstation showcase did you grab everything yeah, from it i, I can pull that <coughs> up i'll go ahead and just run through the ps showcase for us right hold now. up real quick i'm gonna see what they're saying up yeah. here I'll go ahead and start talking. So PlayStation had a showcase. Let's see. Got to get this internet going in here. Okay. Let me get What's off up, your Glis- internet. What's up, Glistegan and uh, Glacial Musher? Or what's up, people? <clears throat> We're about to jump into the uh, announcements and like give our thoughts and 
whatnot on the PlayStation Showcase. All right, so this is not the order in which the things <coughs> were announced at the PlayStation Showcase. This is just the order in which IGN has written it all down. So bear Does with it include me everything? It should, yes. So we got a Spider-Man 2 lengthy gameplay showcase. Did you watch the, the, the showcase? Yeah, I watched though? the showcase as okay. it was happening. So yeah, you saw this. And like I said before we even saw the showcase, like I already want to buy Spider-Man yeah. 2. Like, this is we not, didn't need a 45-minute demo of it. It's not a big surprise to me that this game looks dope as fuck. But yeah. I will say it does look it does dope, look dope as, as fuck. fuck. The, um <laughs> Yeah, it, it looks dope, but I I don't really. It looked more linear to me than like the other ones. Like it looks like it's kind of like going a more like. I don't think it will be. You don't think so? No, that's probably just that one quest. A lot of the quests have like a structured path that it makes okay. you go down. Like you're leaving the que- the mission zone, but then as soon as you get out of the mission, it's like you know back to, back the, to world. the open world kind of. Thing, okay, I was know? about to say that'd be weird if they pulled a. Another game that's here that like where they just like narrowed the scope on it. I was like, no, nah, I bet if anything, it's more open world than you know what I mean. Yeah. My question is, are you going to be able to jump back and forth between Peter and Miles at will, or is that going to be just something so. that happens sporadically throughout the story? You know, is it going to be like Grand Theft Auto where you can like hold the D pad and just, just morph into their? Body, no, on the know? website it said something along the lines of like mission based. Like it's going to be based on the mission or something like that, where it's it's like to further the story. So, um, I heard some speculation on it where they were saying like it might be how like in the other games where at nighttime like it switches over or something like that. Like maybe like you play as one person. In, or, or, no, 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 in the other ones, the mission doesn't right. It's like something like. In the other ones, you just play as Spider-Man. Or you no, 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 as... not the switch between characters, but the, there's something about the day and night cycle that affects the missions or something like that. I can't really remember. Yeah. I don't remember. There be- I think that, like, the mission... Okay, the missions affect the day and night cycle is what it is. Yeah. Like, it's not day or night based on a 24-hour, like, in-game clock. It's, it's like, based on how a, you do the mission. You do a certain mission, and then it's nighttime afterwards, or you, you know... Yeah, this, so that that's what they're thinking, is, like, maybe you do a certain mission... And, and then you and play then as Peter, them until yeah. you go to the next thing. That would make sense, especially if Peter's going to eventually turn evil or something and the final showdown is like you versus like symbiote fucking Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he, I like how he's just like rude the whole time. <laughs> he's like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, Spider-Man looks cool. Uh, no way that's going to be bad. Like, uh, No. Then we got Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake. We probably shouldn't hit all these big ones first, because then we're just going to have all the boring shit to talk about after. Uh, but yeah, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater is what it's is what this one's called. Um, CG trailer, no no gameplay, no release date. But they they also announced a collection of one, two, and three. Right? Mm-hmm, yeah. That's coming this fall. The question is, is 3, like, the original 3, or is it the 3 remake? It's the nor- It's the first 3, right? Like, the original What three. do you mean the remake? It's not Delta or whatever, right? Like, this is going to be called Metal Gear Solid Delta. The remake isn't going to be called Metal Gear Solid 3 for some reason. No, it's just it called Delta. Metal Gear Solid Delta. Snake Eater. But the package, the collection volume 1, is going to be 2 
and three, one, two, and three, like yeah. actual three, not Delta. Yeah, yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it's it. a, it's like the old school. They're just bringing them to like I guess digital, which is weird though because I'm pretty sure you can already play those on Xbox. Like I'm almost positive. So I don't understand what that collection is. Is it like a, a remake or not remake, but like a like a reskin or something like maybe they like upscale it to 4k or something that's what i'm thinking it's got to have something special about it is yeah. probably what this is that's what i'm thinking probably a 4k i'm just gonna go in the whatever ign does here so if it's the, big the, ones it's all good yeah. okay that's fine um, though so, i do want to say um this is also so metal gear solid is also coming to series x and pc right so like uh spider-man I think, like, as we go through, we need to mention which ones are exclusive and whatnot because we need to have that conversation too. But yeah, play. Uh, but PlayStation exclusive Spider Man, obviously. Next one, I thought it well, was Spider Man is probably going to come to PC at oh, some point. I mean, everything is that's a PlayStation exclusive is, is coming to PC at some point. PC. But I'm talking about like, like uh, console. It's not console exclusive. Place or Spider Man is, but Metal Gear Solid is not. It's coming to Xbox as well. Yeah. Which I thought it was a play. I was like pissed you when I really saw. You really think it would be a PlayStation exclusive just because of Metal Gear Solid's history with PlayStation. Right? You know what I mean? But that's probably a good thing. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, Five performed really well on the original or on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So I think it makes sense for them to do it on every console. You know what that, I mean? And it's going to be weird. Like, who's developing this? Nobody knows who's who's actually working on it. It's mm-hmm. like it's. I mean, it's definitely a Capcom. Thing. Konami. Konami, yeah. yeah. So, but there's no. Like, I don't know why I always get Capcom and Konami mixed they, up. They're both Japanese. Both sound <laughs> like. Kuh. But like uh, Hideo Kojima is not there anymore, you know. So like, who's who's helming this, and is it going to be good? We have. If it was Capcom, this shit would be dope as fuck because they're great at remakes. Well, the but, interesting like, thing here is that it you don't have to be at Kojima's level of creativity to remake to remake kojima's stuff you know what true I mean? like you just have to give it a nice new coat of paint and better mechanics and you know what i mean but who's gonna but who, are they gonna make a good remake that's the question i think that like you the, know the remakes have been so good lately like for the most part but they're all capcom though not konami that's what i'm saying if capcom was doing this i i wouldn't have a oh, doubt yeah. in my mind no doubt. it would be so wet like everything, everything would just would be, be <laughs> soaking wet dude <laughs> <laughs> but beautiful as fuck. This would be the ultimate game to just be super, super wet. wet. Yeah, they dude. They should collab with Capcom. This would be that would be the way to go, honestly. But that CG trailer, like, to be honest with you, like, whenever it was just kind of over the top, which is fine because Metal Gear is over the top. But I felt like it was just like I didn't know where to, they were going with it. Yeah, the parrot like flies in with the fucking rat or whatever, and then like. Uh, alligator jumps out and then another alligator jumps out and they start twisting around and fucking like <laughs> biting and then like snake pops up and it's like playing the the snake eater music yeah it was like what is happening here but uh, it is weird that this game has been rumored for so long like this remake and then they just so showed cg with no release date like what the fuck like i feel like they could at least have some kind of gameplay to show us of it at this point yeah, you know, what can you do? Nothing. <laughs> At least we know it's a real thing now. You That's know? true. Uh, okay. Uh, PlayStation has announced a dedicated game streaming device. This one's a weird one. Yeah. Uh, it's so 
before everybody gets excited about like you know it's vita 2 it's a vita 2 no it's not unfortunately this is like using remote play from your so you have to have a ps5 to work this okay? yeah this is another accessory like the vr headset where you must first have a ps5 in order for this device to have any functionality at all for you you so, can't use playstation plus without a could you use PlayStation Plus? You can't use this without a PS5. Oh, okay. I didn't know like, that. It has to connect to a PS5 in your house. Or, and I don't know if it has to be in your house, but you have to be on Wi-Fi to use it. It's streaming. All it is is a streaming uh, device. It's it's like what, what you could do this on your phone if you wanted, but it but your phone doesn't have haptic feedback, you know, PlayStation controller. Yeah, that's the one thing. You, you're going to have a dope haptic feedback and stuff. But, like... My question is, are you going to be able to like go to your friend's house on their Wi-Fi and play from the PS5 on your house at their Wi-Fi? I think you can do that with uh, PlayStation Remote Play, like as long as it's turned on and you're like signed in or something. I don't, I honestly don't know the PlayStation ecosystem that well, but I have heard that their like Remote Play is good. But the problem is, is like, or you could just not. You know, you could just do it with your phone. Like that's this is like a what four hundred bucks? How much is this thing? Uh, I don't. They didn't give a price, but rumors have put it around two hundred dollars. Two hundred? That's not bad. But I mean, like, you could probably buy like a fifty dollar controller for your phone. Yeah, and or have you the could ex- spend a couple of hundred extra dollars and get a fucking Steam Deck and yeah. like remote play to that. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. You can remote play to a Steam Deck, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it would do everything fucking you'd want after. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's cool, but there's too many other cooler things like it right now. You know what I mean? Like That and like, it's not, it's like, it's just, nobody it's, wants to stream shit. Like, and the whole thing is like, if I, if I have a handheld to me, and this is maybe just to me, mm-hmm. but the whole point of having a handheld is the ability to take to leave. it anywhere. The yeah. portability. The, I want to go on a road trip and fucking play my games the whole way on the road trip. Then that's that's what I want to do with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I'm sitting in my house, I'm going to play on a fucking television. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, maybe they think you're going to like go and lay in bed and play it there or something. I don't know. I might, but I'm going to bring a fucking TV in my room, you know? Like, you I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I get it. It's cool. It's a cool idea, but, like, it's, I don't know. I just don't. I got to see it in action. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's see. We got a new trailer for Assassin's Creed Mirage, and it got an October release date. I got to say that this is probably the least excited I've been about an Assassin's Creed yeah. game in a while. It looks a lot like the old it Assassin's just... Creed games, you know? And, like, yeah. I know that's what a lot of people really want, so some people are going to be jizzing themselves, like, oh, we're finally back to the roots, you know? We finally have less gameplay. Yeah, <laughs> but it just looks pretty underwhelming to me, yeah. like, personally. It looks really kind of boring. It, it looks like a game that came out in 2007. That's what it looks like? It, it's like... Uh, man, I thought I was crazy. I was uh, like, man, am I just tripping, or does this look like a fucking old game, like... It does, and it's this one is also coming to Xbox as well. Especially but, compared to how stunning the last few fucking Assassin's Creed oh games yeah. are. It's like, like, I don't know. They're man. like, get ready, we're drawing back everything. And it's like, this time, you're Bezio. You know, like, it's just like, they, they just like, we're like, we couldn't come up with anything. No but creativity. I'm not going to write it off completely, because I really did enjoy the last like three assassin yeah. games that got made like i thought they were really fun cool games and like valhalla is one of the few games that sucked me in as hard as fucking breath of the water um 
Tears of the Kingdom has, you know what I mean? So it's like, if they can even get close to that, then I'm all about it. But like, I got a feeling we're veering away from that because that's what they think the public wants. Yeah, I I find it really strange. And the reason why is because I think Valhalla and those games like didn't sell well or something. They sold great, though. They did. Uh, did they? Yeah. Okay, then I don't know. Maybe it's... Well, it's Hala specifically sold, like, super, super good because it came out right whenever the fucking consoles came out. So, like, yeah. everybody who got a PS5 or an Xbox... Bought one. Bought Valhalla because it was, like, the only good RPG at the time for, you know, next-gen consoles whenever it launched, you know? Yeah, and it's weird because we were just talking about how they were saying, like, oh, Assassin's Creed is all we have. Like, that's the only thing that made us money in the past, like, four years... And now we're going to just make it shittier. It's like, what? My thing is like, okay, if you want to make like a classic scaled back Assassin's Creed. Do it as a side project. Yeah, do it as a side project. Keep the mainline Assassin's Creed games big, freaking crazy RPGs that are like just so big it's astronomical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because again, like that's what makes it so great. Like just that overwhelming feeling of like, wow, there's so much I'll never be able to do all this. That's what makes the fucking Tears of the Kingdom feel so crazy. Like a big lived in world is like, wow, yeah. this is just every around every corner. There's something like, you know I was about I mean? to say that that would be this game. Mirage would be like if you took Tears of the Kingdom and then the next game you made Breath of the Wild again instead yes, of like, dude, exactly. it's like, why? Why? It's like all the progressions that happened in Assassin's Creed were progressions of the gameplay so like all you're doing is taking away gameplay like it doesn't well, make any sense they're not like taking away too much and they were just showcasing all the stealth stuff they're putting back in and like maybe I there's guess. maybe there's more to it that they're just not showing in the trailer but like, even the environments and stuff looked like it looked like it was just like a xbox 360 game yeah. like they all the enemies had like the same look to them like er- and that's a thing man like i like being able to just climb everything in the old like in the in the newer ones newer ones you know i hope that's still a thing you know like i kind of wish you'd put like in a like a legend of zelda style like stamina system in the climbing i think that would make it super interesting you know what i mean yeah i don't know why i think that would just be cool well it makes the game more like it's like oh i can literally do anything if i want to work on my you know you know or like increase my stamina or like whatever i get to the point where i'm like looking at walls like gauging how high it is like okay can i jump up part of the way like Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and i'm surprised more games didn't take that from breath of the wild it's like one of the best mechanics like ever like especially for an open world because it lets you do whatever but i don't think games want you to be able to do that i feel like a good way to restrict the player without really restricting them you know what i mean like yeah if you can figure out a way to do that you know you can make like 50 potions if you really want to go over that fucking mountain but yeah but i feel like every other game there'll be like a bunch of crashed cars that you can't walk around or something it's like you know, a cooler way to block you off from parts of the world they don't want you yeah, to Yeah, is to. make it gameplay yeah. rather than like, you know, oh, you know, well, this this tree you can't cut. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> it's like, you just like tore down a whole forest, but don't touch this tree. You know, that shit's so dumb to yeah. me. But uh, anyways, uh, g- read about the uh, headphones because I got to pee real quick. What headphones? Are the ear AirPods or whatever the Sony ear earphones? I don't even know what you're talking it's about. It's on there. You'll find it. Okay, uh, let me scroll through. Definitely not. Hold on. 
It's probably at the very, very bottom. Hey guys, welcome to GameSpeak Podcast. Scrolling on through. Um. All right, you know what? Fuck those. We're not even gonna talk about that. There's some cool. There's some headphones coming. Sony headphones. Get ready for that. Instead, I'm gonna talk about. <laughs> just, just. Uh, oh god, okay, here we go. A look at Perfect World Games Tower of Fantasy. Tower of Fantasy is an open world sci-fi game coming from Hoda Studios. We got a look at the game's bright, colorful landscapes and fast-paced combat. Uh, yeah, no, I picked that one because it's probably the least memorable game in the whole showcase. If it's something you're excited about, I'm sorry. Tower of Fantasy... You oh hype, yeah! You hype for Tower of Fantasy? Over Fuck there? no, dude. Wait, wait. Which one was that? Actually, hold on. That is that the anime looking one? It definitely looked anime. It, yeah, I already scrolled way past it. That game actually came out in 2021 on PC and mobile. Really? So, yeah. I don't. That was the weird thing. They're, they showed a lot of games where I'm like, why the fuck are y'all showing this? Like, Tower of Fantasy literally is like a game that it came out two years ago three yeah two it very i guess like the end of 2021 for mobile it's a mobile game that's weird it's like an mmo or something well you know i don't know what to say about that but that, you know whatever move forward <laughs> moving no. on forward sorry the thing is being really laggy here we go ign ign it's too much shit on the page okay here we go <laughs> alan wake 2 is coming on october 17th uh, this is one that I was probably the most excited about. Like, it looks like the Resident Evil remakes. It like, does, you know, yeah. like graphically and like you know, gameplay wise. And I like the first Alan Wake a lot. You know, yeah, what I mean? it doesn't hold up that well. But nowadays, like with Remedy on it, like you know, with a modern Remedy, I'm sure it's gonna be fucking dope. I don't know. I played like Alan Wake pretty recently and I enjoyed it. Like, and it, I, I tried. It wasn't even the remake. Like, I played like just the fucking PC version of like the normal Alan Wake and like I enjoyed it. I like, played it on Xbox, I think, on the uh, on Game Pass, or I tried to play it on there. And oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, it's not that I didn't like it, it's just that it didn't feel modern like it felt old did you play the remake or the old one i think i played the old one oh, okay they have a modern remake with like 4k and like you know hdr that's probably the, why all uh, the shit you know yeah. all the bells and whistles but i didn't play that one i just played it on pc but at least on pc it had like you, you know could 60 frames and all that shit yeah mm-hmm. so i mean it wasn't like a terrible experience no. you know but i enjoyed it a lot i think the gameplay mechanic is fun and i think control was a lot of fun recently like I, yeah. I i liked control even though it took me like four plays to really like get through the game you know what i mean like i had to restart it several times to like get it to stick i don't know why yeah it, ju- it just doesn't it's not a like a, you jump in and it's just amazing yeah, right it's off not the bat very easily digestible but it's a good game yeah and i did play it and i did enjoy it and i think alan wake's gonna be really good I think I think it's gonna be really good as well with the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jared Leto <clears throat> like clone mix right. of like he didn't look any anything <laughs> didn't like look that anything like Alan Wake from the last like movie. what the fuck happened he just get like a full like plastic surgery makeover but um it's interesting <clears throat> because in Control you find out that it's set in the same universe as Alan Wake so Alan Wake is 
it, it explains everything from Alan Wake and Control if you play the uh, a certain DLC for <laughs> Control. And uh, the Awe DLC, I think. And it's fucking really cool. Uh, I don't know. I won't elaborate too much in case anybody wants to, like, you know, not have it spoiled for themselves. But if you do want more details on just, like, the events of the first Alan Wake game, look up, like, Alan Wake synopsis with, like, Control info on YouTube, and I'm sure you'll find a bunch of cool shit. Word. But, yeah, that's coming on October 17th, so right in time for Halloween, a little spooky game coming. That one's also coming to Xbox as well. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Final Fantasy 16. It's got a yep. new trailer ahead of its launch next month. We've seen so many fucking trailers yeah. for this game. But we this know one's exactly what's going to happen okay. in this game. For <laughs> From sure. front to back. Although no. it does look pretty cool. I does will say cool. like the, the parts where they like turn into giant monsters and start fighting the each summon, other. Summon. It looks ridiculous, but it also looks dope as fuck. Like yeah. <laughs> the, this one. Yeah, this one is a PlayStation exclusive. As far as I know, I don't know if it's like like how seven was where or was supposed to be like a timed exclusive but just never came to xbox yeah i think um, this is a playstation exclusive actually because of the series s thing like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like because they, they were saying like the the mechanics call for like a ssd setup or no i think the series s has an ssd it's, it's something some kind of weird thing that's keeping the series s from being able to handle it or something really i don't know but, like, Xbox won't let them just develop it for the Series X, so they're like, uh-huh. fuck it. Um, so that's coming June 22nd, so that's right around the corner. Nice. Um, and then we got Dragon's Dogma 2 got a new trailer. So I don't know much about Dragon's Dogma at all, but the trailer looked pretty freaking cool, dude. Like, um, let's see. Yeah, that's... um. So Dragon's Dogma was like a... <clears throat> it was kind of like uh, Skyrim, apparently, or back whenever it came out. Like it was like a lot of people say it's very similar in like gameplay. You know, not um, like it's just a big open world uh, fantasy RPG. Mm. But it was made to be like a Western RPG, but it was made by like a company that's not a Western company. Interesting. So like they were just like, huh, we should try and make one like that. And apparently, it's really good. Like a lot of people liked it. The trailer didn't really show off too much about the game, but it looked really cool. It showed a lot of, like, cool combat and stuff, but it was all CG, you know. It, they said it's being developed in the Resident Evil engine, though, which is pretty That's cool. That's good. I think everything I've seen in the RE engine has been pretty impressive. Yeah, so it looked far. beautiful. Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely. And that, that one also is coming to Xbox as well. Just I, I just want to, like, let everybody know which ones are coming to what. All right, and we got Bungie announcing a new game called Marathon. Um, you know what Marathon is? What? That's Bungie's first game that they ever made, like back in the day. So it's like a Apple game. Oh, that's pretty cool. It says a. Uh, it says Marathon is first-person shooter. Bungie originally re- released on Mac in 1992, uh, making this a pretty deep cut for Bungie to return to. The game yeah. isn't a direct sequel to the original, but Bungie says it belongs in the same universe. It, so it's an extraction PvP game. Yeah, it says it's a uh, like basically just a multiplayer game. So that looks pretty cool. It's a, it, have you played Escape from Tarkov? I have not. <clears throat> That's what it is. It's like our um on uh, Call of Duty. Duty. Yeah, yeah, it's that DMZ mode. But um yeah, this I thought. 
um, it's pretty interesting that they're doing it in the marathon universe because nobody really knows what that is. But yeah, I had no idea. I thought it was a whole new IP. Honestly, like I didn't, no. I didn't know anything about that. It was like their forerunner to Halo. Basically, Halo was like the the more like complex deep version of marathon interesting and but um i want to see some gameplay from the original marathon you know what i mean yeah it's it's pretty cool this one's also coming to xbox as well yeah this was another trailer that was just cg but you know how bungie does their cg trailers it It looks dope really dope looking artistic they're really good at making those cg trailers look beautiful they have been since like you know the early halo days but oh yeah they know how to get you hype with some fucking just cg trailers with no gameplay yeah because you <laughs> you know their gameplay is going to be good yeah. you know it doesn't matter like yeah bungie doesn't... does do a good job usually i feel like mm-hmm. uh let's see we got a new look at street fighter 6's story mode which is just you know <laughs> street fighter 6's story, story mode, mode. yeah um uh, okay jade raymond's haven studio reveals fair games with like a dollar sign at the end yeah this shit looks so bad it looks really bad uh let's see i'll read you the thing about it yeah go ahead sony kicked off the event by revealing fair games so i guess this is the very first thing they announced in the event which is coming from jade raymond's haven studios the game is a competitive heist experience coming to ps5 and pc about robbing ultra rich uh, the trailer started with images of hacking before the group attempts, blah, blah, blah. It kind of looks like a futuristic payday, but like payday, way for worse. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't know. <clears throat> it looks like payday woke version. They were just woke like, payday, <laughs> yeah. yes, like, we're not just doing heist. We're stealing from the rich. <laughs> and it's like, <clears throat> these guys deserve it. Cause they're rich. <laughs> these guys worked really hard to build up their empire. We're going to take it down. Yeah, but, but yeah, um, that game it looked bad. It was just a CG trailer. We didn't see anything. Yeah. Um, but that one was that one a first party, or is that going to be a Sony game? It doesn't say anything about that. On I here. think that one this might be coming a... to Xbox as well. I'm gonna look it up. I don't like that. It says this is a competitive heist experience coming to PS5 and PC. So okay. I don't think it's coming to anything else. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't like. Don't worry, the, you're not missing out on very much. The money symbol. <clears throat> in the name that's gonna be so annoying <laughs> all right uh talos principle 2 is coming this year uh so it says crow team sequel to the talos principle is coming to ps5 xbox series x and s and pc this year the game was announced back in 2021 and details since its reveal have been slim the sequel is set to expand the game's uh, philosophical themes, stunning environments, and increasingly mind-bending challenges. Mind-bending. No, so, you know, if you like puzzle games, uh, it's pretty know, good. It's it, not a bad one. It's right in the same vein as like uh, you know, The Wanderer or whatever that one game was. Mm-hmm. You know, or even Portal kind of. Yeah, it's it, very portally. I would say. Um, just play Tears of the Kingdom. I was about to say, just <laughs> play Tears of the Kingdom, bro. If you want a puzzle, yeah. Like, when I saw this, I, I was like. I don't think I need another puzzle game. Like I've got to never need another no. puzzle game, dude. Like every time I want to solve a puzzle, I'll just go do one of the shrines. Like, oh yeah, oh, there's so many. Oh, of them. I love them. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, Foam Stars is a Splatoon ripoff from Square Enix. A blatant ripoff. Like, (laughs) just what the fuck were they thinking? This one is a Sony exclusive, I think. It is. So now Xbox has got to come up with their own Splatoon ripoff, you know? I feel like... Them's the rules. I feel like original Xbox, it would have been easy for them to do that because they did that, like, green slime stuff all the time. all the time. Yeah, it would have been perfect. They could have done Oddworld, like, Splatoon or something. Oh, it would have been perfect. Yeah. But now is like yeah, you can, yeah. we don't need a splatoon though i think we really we're good don't. this is like a hyper sexualized splatoon basically it's like yeah it's like e-girl twitch streamer splatoon is basically what this is it looks pretty bad yeah not it, even gonna lie they stole like even the the movement and stuff like where you just like dive into the foam but they're, yeah they're using foam instead of <laughs> it's really dumb it yeah. looks really dumb but that's okay uh, we got a an indie game called Plucky Squire about a plucky squire. Uh, that game got, looked okay. It looked cute. It was a cute looking game. Like it, the art is really adorable. You, you like know? jump between. It looked like a link between worlds, but like with better graphics. Like and, a top down storybook type thing. You know what I mean? It 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 goes. It's not just top down though. Like when you hop out of the book, like it goes into like third person almost or like 2d 3d i don't know how to explain it pretty cool 2.5d maybe it looked good there were some of the more artistic looking indie games were actually some of the highlight i feel like yeah you know what i mean uh phantom blade zero is a new hack and slash rpg so this one actually looks fucking tight i'm not it does yeah this one looks like fucking uh basically like some sort of ghost of tsushima yeah kind of it was giving me like sekiro vibes you know i'm hoping or neo vibes maybe it's gonna be like one of those hard souls like type games you know what i mean apparently this game is like a, a sequel to some like apparently there's like these mobile games that were made by this company here and um this is their first like big version of it like um they were like this is what we originally wanted to do i think the the original game was called like phantom blade yeah it something. says uh, check it out it says phantom blade zero is revealed today hack and slash rpg set in the phantom world so i guess phantom world is like a chinese like fucking dnd type thing yeah it's like a bunch of you know like warhammer almost yeah, exactly it's, it's a place where chinese kung fu steampunk and more converge the game will feature fast-paced sword combat, taking in a bleak and punishing semi-open world. Uh, the game does not yet have a release date or release window. It looks cool, though. This yeah. One, this one is one to keep your eye on, for sure. This one's an exclusive as well for PlayStation. I think this was the big one that I saw that I was like, hell yeah, that's cool. But, like, um, though, at, at, at the, the way that things move in that game, I'm like, how are they going to pull this off? Yeah, it's going to be really, I think it's going to be one of those where you're having Very to, like, linear. hit the LB at the right times, like a timing I hope that's not the case. Because, like, some of the animations, well, like, what whenever he was, was, like, fighting, like, whenever, like, like, yeah. whenever he, like, turned and, like, leaned into it, was, like, stabbing and, like, blocking at the same time and, like, all this shit. I'm like, what if all of that was actually, like, controllable that's kind of like i'm saying that's kind of how sekiro was because you'd have enemies coming at you with like chainsaw fucking blades and you have to like hit the left bumper like you have to like 
Almost like a like a music game. Yeah, to like block all of them, you know. You or if one of them gets through you, it's like half your health bar. You know what I mean? So if you get like two hits, you're fucking dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd block like twenty in a row, like. Though the animations in this were just insane. Like, there's nothing in Sekiro that looks that that smooth. Like, like the smoothness of the fighting was just. It looked like liquid. It was Mm. crazy cool. I'm interested to see how they're gonna pull that off. Yeah. For sure. Uh, then we got Ghost Runner 2 announced, which is uh, the sequel to one of those sleeper indie hits, Ghost Runner 1. Yeah. Uh, which was a pretty decent, you know, like tough as nails fucking action like, platformer. Action platformer. Uh, the original game was decent, you know what I mean? And this one looks like more of the same with motorcycles involved somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so, like riding down the side of buildings and stuff. Fucking sweet, you know? Throw some motorcycles in, can't go wrong. You know? Yeah. Uh, then we got Arrowhead's Helldivers 2 was announced. That shit looks so boring. It looks really boring. Some kind of co-op action shooter. Uh, well, Helldivers 1 apparently was a big deal back, but that was back in, like, PS3, and it was a top-down, you know, they call it Bullet Hell. This one looks uh, fucking shitty to me. It looks personally. so bad. Like, it, it looks like a PS3 game. And then also... One thing, everybody keeps saying they're like, oh, they transitioned from top down to third person for this one. But if you look in the video, like blatantly across the screen, it says um, camera angles may be changed for the for the uh, um, for the trailer, basically. So I'm like, I think it's top down. Maybe you can choose if you want. Maybe. Maybe it's like uh, like Diablo or something where you can like go as go a little bit closer, get closer. You can go top down, you know. Yeah, it's like a PVE co-op game though i think so okay yeah i'm not too hyped about that one but you know uh then we got giant squid reveals sword of the sea uh so this oh. is their next project it looks like journey yeah it's it's uh it's from the people who did journey and aizu or whatever and like you're on a sword but it's like a skateboard really and you're like sandboarding through the desert or something it looks like journey it's yeah. like journey 2 basically but so, without being called journey yeah it, it, like and i think it's not made by the same studio it's made by like one of the guys who worked on the original journey or something like that yeah. right yeah, the, the, this studio did Abzu and The Pathless. Yeah. But, you know, I think the Journey guy is there, too, for sure. And you can definitely tell. It looks, definitely. It looks very Journey, so, you know. Which, like, it looks very PS3. That That's another one. It looks okay, but, like, it honestly, I was just like, this has already been done. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. Like, if it's just, like, a chill-ass game, I'm not going to buy it, though. You know, you're going to no. have to put that on the, the PlayStation, PlayStation Plus. Plus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got an actual look at the Resident Evil 4 remake in VR. Uh, oh, that looked dope. It looks fucking dope, bro. And, like, I'm not gonna lie, as soon as they drop this shit, I'm playing fucking Resident Evil 4 again for, like, the third time in, like, a year. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because it looks sweet, man. Like, it looks really, really good, and I cannot wait to bust that out. Uh, then we got Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2 announced for late 2023. Uh, so the original Help Wanted was a VR game, so I'm thinking this will also be a VR game. It is. Yeah. I th- I think the they did like four VR games together, like back to back. They announced a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but the neither of those were included in those four. I don't. Oh, think. okay. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it's going. It's loading very slow. 
the Gris creator has revealed Neva, which it looks like a really sad fucking game about like this lady and her like dear friend dies. This is a dog. Oh, a dog friend dies. Yeah, I was like, why are you killing a dog, dog right? Comes in... up and he's like, Mom. And yeah. then it's just like, okay, and then this commercial just ends, and it's like, okay, that was depressing as fuck. Thanks, guys. Yeah, like, here, let us do it. I, I think that was probably my least favorite one. Like, why, how are you just going to kill a dog on screen? Yeah, and then, straight up, just murder a dog, and then it's like, Gris, coming 2024. Like, people are going to love it's like, this. It's like, so your last game was a fucking mobile game, and then you're going to come out and kill a dog on screen. Was that <laughs> supposed to make me want to buy the game? That's what like, I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, it looks so bad. I would rather get Cat Quest, Pirates of yes. the Caribbean, which is coming out next year. Yeah, a this new installment at, of the Cat Quest games. This looks both like adorable as fuck and horrible at the same time. <laughs> Ad- adorable. Ad- adorable. It looks like um, it, it, it has some like Wind Waker vibes to it, but you're like just cats. So like I don't really know how that's going to go down. But apparently it's a mobile game franchise as well. Uh, let's see. This one says Towers of Agashba is Agaba a Agashba is a Breath of the Wild like coming next year. Um, I don't really remember this. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I legitimately don't even remember this. But the 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 picture I'm seeing shows a little dude on a glider gliding around in a Breath of the Wild. Let me see. Looking. Hold on. No, no, no. Okay, so it's not. It's not a Breath of the Wild like. What it is is a. It says I know, but they're wrong. I I watched that trailer like three times because I was trying to figure out what it is. It doesn't look like, okay, sure, he fucking can paraglide. But like, first off, the movement is nothing like, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. It doesn't, the the art doesn't look that way. The game looks like a, like, it's like a life sim type situation like it's like a like a builder kind of like uh what was that other game um like the forest valley oh sorry i mean the forest it's something like the for or like 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 where you have to gather resources and build up and then like you build bigger areas i'm sick of games like that bro yeah same do not give me a game like that that's what it looks like to me though i don't want it (laughs) i don't want it uh we got revenant hill coming to playstation 4 and playstation 5 uh revenant hill is a new adventure coming from the makers of night in the woods so there you go Uh, oh yeah that's pretty cool then we got grand blue fantasy relink is coming this winter uh if you know anything about grand blue fantasy uh they're just like fighting games basically i think they're about to relink they're about to relink bro yeah uh so get ready uh ultros is a colorful metroidvania coming next year this one actually looks really cool it's got like a like a church like painting art style like pentiment kind of or something but it's like less like ye old and more like i don't even know how to it, it, it looks like it, it looks beautiful it looks though. like what people who haven't done shrooms imagine shrooms is like you know like <laughs> Like, it's like psychedelic, bro. Like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? And, like, not that I've done shrooms. Uh, this is what I imagine, you know? Like, <laughs> this is, it's like psychedelic. You know, it's like the, I listen to Pink Floyd in my room alone type look. That's what I got got from it. Like, it looks like that, but mixed with guacamole or something. Yeah, like guacamole through a stained glass window. Or there something. we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And then the Wii Tower Fantasy game. Okay, and here's the four PSVR games. It says four new PSVR 2 games, but two of these we already knew about, so I, it's really unfair for them to say four new PSVR 2 games. The first one is Crossfire Sierra Squad, which we got more gameplay on, and it looks dope as fuck. Like, it looks really dope. Like, it's just... The, the, the clip just showed a guy with a machine gun just, like, blasting his way through a fucking room full of terrorists or some shit. It looked cool. I mean... It just looks like a basic military shooter like Call of Duty or something, but in VR. But it looked like a lot of fun. Uh, then we got a trailer for Arizona Sunshine 2, which is one of the biggest surprises to me of the whole show, to be honest with you. Arizona Sunshine 1 is one of those, like, launch VR games that's like, when VR first came out, it was like, you know, there was no games out for it, you know? And yeah. Arizona Sunshine was one of the few games that was like a full campaign, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you could play it in co-op with a friend, and like you and a buddy could blast your way through fucking zombie apocalypse together. And it was kind of a bare-bones game at the, at the heart of it, but like, you know, at the end of the day, it was a lot of fun, you know? So I'm really excited to see what they've come up with for a sequel, you know what I mean? If they've advanced the technology, you know... Because they were pushing the boundaries whenever VR first came out, you know what I mean? So if anybody's got, like, a toe in the game longer than them, you know, I, I, I just think that they're going to put out a good product. So I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. Uh, then we got Synapse uh, PSVR 2 gameplay. I honestly don't remember this. I don't remember it at all. But, you know, say la vie. Uh, then we got a Beat Saber trailer that had, like, Queen music playing, and it was like, Beat Saber, out now. Also, you can get the Queen track plaque, and then, yeah, so there you go. Nice. Beat Saber. And let's see, what else we got? Firewalks Concord is coming next year to PS5 and PC. Concord is the first AAA project from Firewalk Studios. New PvP multiplayer game set in a sci-fi universe. Uh, new gameplay trailer for Immortals of Avium, uh, and that's it. So there you go. That's the PlayStation Showcase. Word. Yeah. A lot going on there. Some of it's interesting, some of it not so much. I'm glad we haven't just forgotten about VR, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was about to say, I think the PSVR got the best part of the show, to be honest with you, with that Resident Evil 4. I th- I feel like it, Spider-Man was cool, but like everybody already knows that's coming. Everybody's. You know, I think Metal Gear Solid is probably the star of the show here. You, know you think I mean? so? Yeah. Above Resident Evil remake for yeah, the PSVR. Absolutely. Uh, I think it just just general hype wise probably. Yeah, is. that's you true. I, mean? I I just feel like more people are hyped about it, not ever having played it, than they are like actual people who played. It. I feel like people who played it are kind of skeptical because of Kojima not being involved, but. I guess the hype would be like, oh, Metal Gear, it's back, you know, but it's it's not back, though. I I just I don't trust it. I'm sure it'll be cool, but like, I just don't trust if Kojima's not on it. I'm one of those guys that it's just like I trust Kojima in Kojima. We trust around here, you know, like, I don't know, man. I don't see why it would make that much of a difference, especially for a remake. You know, like, I don't feel like like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, Yeah. Don't get me wrong when I say this, you know, but like. I think we can still make a good Metal Gear game without fucking Kojima, dude. I think we can still make a good any game that Kojima has ever been involved in without Kojima. 
You know what I mean? I really do. I think we can make Silent Hill just fine without Kojima. I think we can make Metal Gear just fine without Kojima. I don't know. And I think a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but it is what it is. Yeah, no, no. I mean, you get the right writer, it's not going to fucking matter. There's plenty of Kojimas out there that aren't fucking super famous like Kojima and are just as talented of, uh, you know, writers and fucking, you know, game makers. You know what I mean? I personally don't think he's that talented, but I think whenever it comes to Metal Gear, he's got a very specific flair to his world i think he's respected enough to where he can take creative liberties that yeah. most people would be laughed out of the room for you know what i mean yeah and i think a lot of times it pays off you so know i don't I, mean? I wouldn't even say a lot of time i think some of the time sometimes his stuff is just out there i feel like most of his stuff is like if you took like the 80s like gi joe cartoon and like turned it into a video game <laughs> and like yeah. it's like literally that like like you got like fucking the fat man guy on rollerblades and like all this stuff. Like it, it's just so weird. And then like vamp, like there's just like fucking vampires and like uh, it's just, like it's just crazy shit. Like you imagine like street sharks or whatever would show up in one of them. You know, like I just he's good. Like and but I just think it's because Metal Gear is so weird like that and very specific that like you got it. I mean Snake Plis- Pliskin or whatever literally it's you know it's based off of escape from new york you know you got kurt russell like all of it is just like stolen from like 80s cheese and he does really good at it i don't know he's just good at cheese but but yeah. like making it fun yeah so i not wrong with that but i think other people could definitely do it too you know yeah. what i mean i wish they would have remade two though instead of three to be honest with you really oh dude i love the sequel I think three might be my favorite really yeah it's too it felt too linear to me after playing this the sequel i like three i don't know uh, even though they're both linear i but. like four too a lot of people don't talk about four but sons of the patriots never played that one sick game dude like it's really good because that one i think was a um a, a exclusive right i like four more than five honestly like, I'm not a big fan of 5. A lot of people didn't like 5, though. 5 started out really strong for me, and then it just was like... It was like them trying to make Breath of the Wild. Yes, dude. It <laughs> felt... it's. I had the same problem with 5 as I had with Breath of the Wild. It was a big open world that was empty with too little fucking, like, payoff between, like, cutscenes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it starts off strong as fuck, though. That first, like, that intro first video. Scene, dude, it had me going for a few hours. Because I, was I was like, holy like, shit. I was like, I got, if I just get more of that, I'm in. You and you know? do not and get more of that. bro. That first part where you're, like, crawling under the hospital beds. Is the dude's, that dude like, just, like, floats up. up just like badass. Yeah. I was like, uh, I was legitimately thinking, this is gonna be the sweetest fucking game ever. Oh, yeah. Playing that. And then it just instantly gets bad, like, just instantly the, some people really love that game though it gets, yeah. like, some people play the shit out of it like i think all the budget went to that first cut scene and then they, <laughs> <laughs> and then konami was like hey we're not gonna make video games anymore like halfway through that game there's got to be at least one more cut scene that's that sweet like towards the end of the game or something you that know we haven't it? seen <laughs> yeah i agree um anyways uh i guess i will move on here um what do we got? So that Lord of the Rings Gollum uh, game came out and basically it did just as well as we had talked about or imagined that it would do. And uh, by that, we mean it did terrible. Um, so basically, the game was so bad 
And it got so many bad reviews that the developers of the Lord of the Rings Gollum game came out and gave like an apology. This like, might be one of the most like universally hated games of all time, dude. It's like E.T. of modern day, like the Atari <laughs> E.T. game. I read the IGN review of it and it was like, it was like my game crashed 120 times while I was. <laughs> Apparently, even if it didn't crash, though, the game is just ass. Like, there's it's like you just literally follow people around like underground. Like they're like, hey, I need to go over here, and so you like walk with them and then walk back or like do whatever. There's like no gameplay at all. Apparently. That sounds so bad. It looks really bad. Um, but apparently they're working on a different Lord of the Rings game now. That's like part of the news as well. It's like, God. yeah, just stop. Just stop now. Somebody take the fucking power away. From <laughs> Good God. Um, somebody should have stopped that in the fucking development stages. You know what well, I mean? They should have stopped it right when somebody was like, what if we make a whole game about Gollum? They, they no. should have been like... <laughs> <laughs> that shit it sounds was probably their ass. fucking the Kojima of their team was like, I got the idea. You know? They're like, all right, yeah. man. Steve's always got these crazy ideas. It's like, what if, what if we just made it about... You know, like who who are the two uh, hobbits that no one gives a fuck about? The Pippin and Mary. We'll, <laughs> just make it all about them. They're like, but that's their next game, bro. Yeah, but before anything happens at all, like they'll just be in the Shire. That's We're it. We're gonna make a whole Lord of the Rings game about those talking trees. Yeah, you know? but have the, <laughs> just them standing there for thousands of years. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. game. <laughs> Anyways, uh, did you have anything else? Oh yeah. Let's see what we got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Alone in the Dark is getting a remake. Uh, amid all the other remakes that are being announced, it's easy to get buried. But this one is going to have uh, David Harbour in it. And nice. the chick from, oh God, Emily Hartwood. I forgot what she was from. I don't know who that but is. But David Harbour, you know, everybody likes David Harbour, you know. David Harbour. Or no, I'm sorry, not Emily Hartwood. Um uh, that's her character that she's playing. Her name is Jodie Comer. She's from Free Guy. So oh, okay. Her from Free Guy and David Harbour from Stranger Things. They're both going to be in this. It looks pretty interesting. Nice. I don't know. Alone in the Dark is such an old game that it's like they're going to have to fundamentally like remake Change the, the game. game. You know? so yeah. It's either going to be really good or really bad. Definitely worth keeping an eye on, though. For sure. Um, the uh, Last of Us multiplayer apparently got delayed, the multiplayer game that they've been working on, Factions or whatever. Oh, no. So, as reported by Bloomberg, the quality and long-term viability, end quote, of the much-anticipated The Last of Us multiplayer game has seemingly come into question. As a result, sources have claimed a quote-unquote small group remains on the project while the company re-evaluates the direction. Bloomberg notes that the game has not been canceled at this time, but many of the developers that were working on the project have been moved to others within the company. Following Bloomberg's request for comment from Naughty Dog, the studio released a statement you can read below, which it says basically here, I'm going to read their statement on Twitter, says... We know many of you have been looking forward to hearing more about our uh, The Last of Us multiplayer game. We're incredibly proud of the job our studio has done thus far, but as development has continued, we've realized that or what is best for the game is to give it more time. Our team will continue to work on the project as well as our other games in development, including a brand new single player experience we look forward to sharing more soon. 
We're grateful to our fantastic community for your support. Thank you for your passion for our games. It continues to drive us. So, I mean, it's not like a no, you know. But in the in the midst of announcing that they're losing developers to that game, they did announce they're working on a single player IP. So that's cool. That's cool. But um, yeah. So that's word from Naughty Dog. What you got? Well, let's see. Um, all right. Microsoft's upcoming summer game showcase, including the Xbox game showcase and the Starfield Direct, will be screened live in some theaters in the U.S. Oh, nice. People who are registered for the Xbox Fan Fest uh, can claim tickets to watch the events on big sc- on the big screen in June at Fathom Events locations across the U.S. Microsoft will send out an email with instructions for how to claim tickets on June 1st. And the site to grab the tickets goes live on June 2nd at 7 a.m. In addition to tickets to see the events, Microsoft is giving everyone a $10 credit towards movie theater snacks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we should go like we did the place to, or the E3 yeah. one. Because uh, I'm off on Tuesday. It's Tuesday, basically. It's the actual thing. The showcase itself has on June 11th on Sunday. Oh, I thought it was on. Oh, but I'm off on Sunday as well. But I thought the theater one was in on the 6th. Wait. Oh, it's on the 11th, huh? The whole show is. Yeah, the whole show is on the 11th. Well, I'll be off on that day as well. We could do I'm that. I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to be off or not. But Dang. if I'm not going to be off, I'm going to be watching it at work. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. But anyways, uh, let me Can't see. Can't wait to hear more about Starfield. That's what I'm excited about now. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see what they're going to announce at the actual, you know, game showcase because, dude, they have it like teed up right now. Like, the, you know, like they could easily come out with some shit and actually win one for once right now because I mean, the PlayStation showcase was good, but that's all it was was good. You know, compared to yeah. what Sony normally puts out, which is just fucking bangers. So, like, the, this is their only chance to come in and be like, hey, we, we got a good showcase, you know? like the, They also have to be careful, though, because, like, you can't just be doing what you did when you first started buying all the studios and, like, dropping all these fucking trailers and yeah. stuff that's never going to fucking come but out. But that's what I'm talking I mean? about. We need the trailers for the games that they mentioned they, years ago. Yeah. Like, we need need gameplay trailers. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Like, if they came out and they were like, here's fucking Fable, here's fucking, uh, you know, whatever, I don't even remember what games they had back then, but, like, fucking Fable, maybe whatever's happening with Perfect Dark, like, show us a little bit more of that. Um, You know, Bethesda, like, give us another Bethesda announcement or show us gameplay from, you know. You just give us Fable, Perfect Dark, and Starfield. That's a good showcase right there. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, literally just those three would be enough to be, like, a fucking. And some gameplay from, like, uh, the uh, Outer Worlds 2 or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, show us gameplay from that and give us a release date. Avowed, that'd be cool. Oh, no, Avowed. Okay, yeah, forget Perfect Dark because I don't think that's ever going to happen. But Avowed like to give us a skyrim type game yeah fucking fable to give us a fable like you know <laughs> and then uh you know S- starfield you know those three right there would be banger enough you know so yeah. um where were we getting at? oh yeah yeah okay so anyways remember how last week i said the pokemon uh you know game freak pokemon teams basically came out and said that 
oh, you know, we're about to put Pokemon Home on the Switch, and they gave like a date, and then they came back and they're like, oh, we were we accidentally posted that. We didn't mean that. Well, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet support is finally being added to Pokemon Home on May 30th after Nintendo announced and then canceled the update last week. So, but they said it was going to be on the 29th when they originally announced it, but now it's going to be on the 30th. So weird. Yeah. I don't so, give a shit, to be honest, because the only no. thing I'm ever going to use my Switch for for the rest of time is Tears of the Kingdom. Honestly, dude, I've never had as much fun with my Switch as I have the past, like, week playing this game. Like, fucking, I've played so many fucking games on that Switch, and the closest fun-wise I've come is uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. That was also a really fun game. But it's nowhere near as good as fucking Tears of the Kingdom. No. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just a masterpiece of a game. It's incredible that they made this work on the fucking On that, game. yeah. Like, it, you can't even tell the frames dip because of how like small the screen is. Well, not just that. I play it on the fucking 4K TV. Like, Me too. Big-ass mm. monster fucking TV. Like, I, I'll know if I see it. Like, it's a very, very rare yeah. 30 frames per second. Like, the frame pacing is perfect in that game. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... it's it's actually crazy. The only time I get any kind of frame dips is when I'm doing like insane shit with the fucking with like, like a million parts I'll put stuck like together. Ten logs together and make like a fucking you know. <laughs> Dude, and the fact you can like jump from a sky island and dive all the way to the depths without like a you know a, a loading or oh, anything, yeah. just crazy, dive in. Dude. Um, yeah, apparently the game was done, like, uh, th- this is technically news, but apparently the game was done a year ago, but they spent a year just doing bug work. Like, they... You can really tell. Like, you know? polished and stuff, You can yeah. really tell. I mean, it just feels so polished. I haven't had a single bug. No. I haven't. I haven't turned the game off Ever. since I turned it on. Yeah. Like, it has been running. There's been no crashes. Actually, I turned it off once to do some sort of update that they did. That was because they got rid of the... Uh, there was a couple of bugs, which were actually, like, duplication bugs. Oh, like glitches people were getting. Yeah. And so Nintendo was like, nah. And, like, came in and got rid of those, so people got mad. But it's like... It, you can't you know you can't win with gamers because if they would have left it in then people would have been mad like oh you gave us a broken game but like they fix it oh but i was using that you know it's like ah whatever you know that's what happened with the witcher 3 there used to be this glitch where you could like kick a beehive over to the fucking like vendor like you you kick a beehive off this tree and then you kick it like all the way across town to this vendor and, like, it gets to the vendor, and it kills the vendor or something. And then you can, like, go in his, like, your dog's, like, eating. So you can, like, uh, you can go in his, like, bag, and you just take, like, whatever you want duplicated, and you get, like, a million of them or something. You know what I mean? And it was, like, the best glitch ever. And they eventually took it out. But, like, if you had done it before, like, they took it out, you got all the shit from, like, <laughs> they, they didn't take away all the stuff you got. Oh, from, okay. You know what I mean? So That's cool. It was interesting. Yeah, that's it. so. Yeah, Nintendo decided that wasn't gonna happen, so got rid of that. Um, what else you got? Let's see what we got. Yeah. Uh, in celebration of the 40th anniversary of Tetris, McDonald's locations in China are releasing a new Chicken McNugget-shaped handheld gaming device with the hit puzzle game installed. They probably don't even know what the fuck that is. They didn't even have video games till like five <laughs> years ago. They probably have to have the Tetris on deck in case their fucking time limit goes up. So they, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, shit, I'm out of my one hour to play today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta play Tetris now, you know what Can't I mean? wait to celebrate at the McDonald's. You know? <laughs> like, 
Oh, China. No, nah, but that's honestly the coolest thing I've heard of from China in a long time, so. For sure. Hell yeah, China. <laughs> Hell yeah, China. <laughs> um, so, uh, apparently, Xbox has officially appealed the UK CMA decision to block Activision Blizzard deal. Um, I'm not going to read about it, just saying that they put in the uh, the the official like appeal, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but... Um, this one I found pretty interesting um, because we were talking about how the PSVR 2 was doing. Um, apparently, the PlayStation VR 2 is off to a stronger start than reports indicated, as Sony has revealed the virtual reality headset had a better launch than the original PSVR. Shared in a business presentation, Sony revealed that the PSVR 2's first six weeks outperformed the original PSVR's first six weeks, coming in at just below 600,000 units sold. Specific numbers are unclear on the provided graph, but the original PSVR came in closer to 500,000. So it did about 100,000 units more in the first six weeks than the original. Yeah, but also, like, okay, that should be expected, honestly. Like, with the growth of the VR industry, like, that's that. Like, okay, the original PSVR was a huge gamble on PlayStation's part. Yeah. Because the VR industry as a whole was just infantile you know what i mean like it was very very risky for them to dip a toe into such a uh, an unknown and untested marketplace and the numbers showed that you know what i mean like it didn't do as good as it could have but it also did better like in some aspects because there weren't any budget alternatives to vr so like at the time whenever the original psvr came out it was the cheapest vr you know what I mean? Like it was, it was the Oculus Quest. It was the fucking now. VR is more popular, okay? Way more VR adopters, way more people, daily headset users. But there's also more alternatives. There's cheaper alternatives. There's more expensive alternatives. You know what I mean? There's more competition in general. But there's also more of an adoption of VR as a medium. You know what I mean? So yeah. with all these factors thought about and like factored in i guess a little bit better than your original sales is probably still pretty good so yeah yeah that's not bad good for them probably not bad no um <sighs> at least they're not like just fucking bleeding out over there you know like and i'm glad that they made more than they need you know like that's a good thing at the end of the day people aren't fighting over them you know yeah. you'll sell them eventually you know what i mean <laughs> definitely and if they keep putting out good games maybe more people will buy them so absolutely exclusives are where it's at with vr you know i mean that's, yeah that's what's going to get the the vr people to go buy another headset definitely you know uh okay Alan Wake 2 is set for release this October. I'm not even going to read this whole thing, but Alan Wake 2 isn't putting out a physical disc version of the game. Yeah. And Remedy has said in a uh, Q&A that, like, basically they're doing this to cut costs of game production. Yeah. So on PC, Alan Wake 2 is going to cost $50. On console, Alan Wake 2 is going to cost $60. And they said that they're able to do this strictly because they're not paying a publisher to make, like, a fucking disc version of the game you know what i mean yeah so it's like my question to you is would you rather just never have a disc version of a game again and have the prices stay at 60 dollars dude i don't buy disc stuff ever but the thing is is like it takes away from people who like to sell their games when they're done with them you know so that's also you know at the end of the day like okay yeah your game is more expensive now on disc but like you know 
a year or two down the line, you get a resale version of the disc version, you know what I mean? You might be able to get it cheaper than you would on, like, a, a digital storefront, even mm-hmm. if it's on sale, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, with this, you'll never be able to find it used, you know, like, yeah. that's the only problem. This also gives companies, like, limited run games a chance to jump in and make a limited run, yeah. you know what I mean? Like. Also, I mean, I, I've always been for the digital future. I'm like, whatever, fuck I'm it. I'm with it, yeah. Like, honestly, like... I only got the fucking the disc version of the PS5 because like I might want to do some backwards compatible shit and just like yeah. get old old console games, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but even then, it's like I don't I don't find myself using the disc drive very much. No, you know, almost all of my games are digital. The only game I have that isn't digital, I think, is Gran Turismo or something, and it basically just lives in my fucking disc drive. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly, because there's nothing to swap it out with. I will say this, though. You get a fucking Blu-ray movie or something, you know what I mean? It's nice to have it there, even though I never use it. Yeah, I was about you to say, I mean? I'm also all digital whenever it comes to movies. Like, if I want to watch something, I just rent it on fucking stream like i just stream it yeah i think the disc tray is better if you're like an off the grid kind of person you yeah know what i mean you live in like fucking mississippi yeah. in the, <laughs> you know, the fucking woods somewhere or like uh georgia or south dakota some, somewhere over there alabama you know but yeah we yeah. we got we got we got places here. Almost There's... every console I've ever had in the past, my disc tray is at some point fucked up on me too. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And then I'm forced to just play digital games. Like, you know what I mean. That's how it goes. Interesting thought, though. I'm not a. I'm not opposed to an all digital future if it knocks the game prices down back to normal. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um. Well, um, we did get some info on uh you know what what will smith has been up to since his uh, notorious slap nice apparently this uh undone is an upcoming open world survival rpg debuting a new legendary survivor to the game trey jones trey jones is being played by oscar-winning actor will smith trey will act as a guide to help other survivors navigate the world four years after a global disaster in this new civilization, players will explore an expansive open world filled with diverse environments such as plains, mines, deserts, swamps, and abandoned cities, each with unique ecosystems and dangers. Check out the trailer to see the man in, in, the man in black in action. Undawn is launching on iOS, Android, and PC on June 15th. So uh, June 15th, you know, yeah. you get to play as, as Will, Will Smith. Heard the game's gonna slap, dude. No, just <laughs> no, that's like the comment on like every video I've seen of it. Like the top comment is like, "Dude, this game's gonna slap." <laughs> I love that shit. Oh, that's funny. But you know, I I'm I'm down. I mean, I think Will Smith's a great actor. So you know, like he might be not the greatest at you know not slapping people, but you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and just play around you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah what's that i like will smith way more after slapping the shit <laughs> Rock, you know what i mean like, yeah. i already liked will smith you yeah know? i think most people's will smith o meter just kind of went down a few notches after he slapped yeah. chris rock definitely mine went up a few notches i'm like yeah you slapped the shit out of that motherfucker I d- dude. you go bro. i, I you agree give a fuck, dude. i mean he did not and uh give a fuck bro <laughs> 
right in the middle of the Oscars or whatever. He just slapped the shit out. That's awesome. Keep like, my wife's name. That was like the best television we've had in fucking years, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. He brought all the action to the fucking... Like, sorry you know. he made y'all's event fucking worth watching. That's like, true. <laughs> also, I mean, it, you know, it is what it is, like, between them two. Like, I, I think Chris Rock's being a real bitch about it. Let's he really be, is. And, like, yeah. at this point, it's like... Just be like, all right, it's all good, dude. Like, I, I know you, you're probably just having a bad day. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, you got to make a few jokes about it in your next stand up, but like, you know, you I mean, know, he's still like crying about he is it. He real fucking butter. Like, about dude, it, that, that one slap made you popular again. Like, nobody gave a fuck about Chris Rock before he got slapped by Will Smith. You know That's what, what I'm saying? You know, there's no such thing as bad, uh, Po- publicity. publicity yeah, yeah. like he, he, nobody would would have watched his special on netflix if well, he wouldn't I'm have saying, been slapped you know was so hot because of that you but, know but he could have came back on that on that um you know that special and been like yo me and will are cool actually you know like he slapped me and whatnot because like will smith reached out to apologize and shit like you know but he's just like nah i'm gonna take this to the grave i got slapped yeah <laughs> i'm gonna I take can't it be friends with you now. it's like nah dude that's a that's the ego right there like i'll give i'll be like yeah i'm sorry I was, you know I, I, t- I took the joke too far or whatever but i'm still gonna do it next year too so you know like just be just be you know honest be like hey I'm, uh, just don't come you know if you're gonna want to slap me but like i mean i'm cool with you and whatnot <laughs> i still like your movies you know i don't know i just think it's sad that like because of that one situation like will smith is just done like nobody talks about him in movies anymore he's got to go make a, a mobile game you yeah, know one little fight yeah <laughs> Mom got scared. God dang, man. that's funny yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i mean i am legend still that's uh, I, I, probably not not my top three but it's in my top 10 it's a good I, movie. I love that movie it's a good movie and, and not because of the situation, just Will Smith's acting alone in that movie. Like, just his acting. Totally. Like, it's, it, the story's cool. But Love that dog, too, Dude, the man. dog and, like, his, his relationship with the dog. It was like, it was if you took the part from Castaway with Wilson and, you know, Tom Hanks like and made a whole movie about it. Yes, dude. Castaway and 28 Days Later morphed into one. You yes. You know what I mean? Literally. That's what it was. And, and it was just about the relationship between him and the dog and, like, you know, he's the he's the last guy, you know? Yeah. And he's, like, singing the... That's weird little mannequins, like, you know, oh, yeah. like Wilson, fucking... Dude, I don't know, man. You know, good. it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. Yeah. I don't know if it's the best, like... No. Like... Even not even the best zombie movie though. I like, wouldn't call it a zombie movie though. It's it's like an infection movie or like a like a, a pandemic movie because I would consider it a zombie movie. Like you yeah, think so? it's it it tries to definitely be different and like switch it up and like oh are they zombies are they vampires what are they you know that's true. But it's like at the end of the day, it's a zombie movie. You it's- know? <laughs> I think I think they're fast zombies. It's kind of like World War Z with some vampire attributes to them, you know. I see. I think the reason why I see it differently is because I see it as like a Last Man on Earth movie. It's not really about the zombies. It's more about this guy trying to like you know make up for the fact that his family was killed for like and like if he dies, then it was all for nothing because like he's got to find that cure. You know what I'm saying? It's all about this guy's rush to get the cure. Or like the the vaccine or whatever he's trying to make, you know. Um, and but in the meantime, he's losing his mind because he's alone, you know. And he's like just talking to mannequins and like, you know. But he's trying to stay in shape, trying to stay healthy, and get all this stuff done. Like that. That's 
that's what I'm talking about. Like you don't get that in a lot of zombie movies. Zombie movies are always about multiple people get in drama between together, them. Yeah. yeah. Is this like all the drama was there, but it's just one guy talking to inanimate objects, yeah. you know? I like that he's like the only character really. Yeah. You know? I think that's what made the beginning of 28 Days Later so impactful is when he's walking through that city and there's like nobody there and you're just like, what, you know, like, it's there's like lions left, and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, think, I feel like they should, uh, oh wait, I'm mixing that up with something else. There's not lions. It, yeah, there is a lion because he's like driving and he's chasing the deer to get food. Like, I don't even remember that part. Yeah, he's like driving his his like sports car, like to because he, you know, the cities are empty, so he's just driving like chasing after like a deer because that's what he's gonna eat or whatever to kill it. And a fucking lion jumps out and grabs it because like the the, it it had some very Last of Us like like growth of like the jungle coming back. First one. There's only one movie. No, there's not. What are we talking about? Twenty days later. No, no, I'm talking about the the um fucking the will smith movie oh i am legend yeah i am yeah, legend yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i was still talking about i'm bad yeah no yeah 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 that did happen yeah so that's what i'm saying like I'm it, to watch that again that's a good movie it's a good movie dude it, it holds up i and i'm saying that as someone who hasn't watched it in years so i don't know if it holds up <laughs> I, mean, I bet the cg doesn't hold up i no. remember thinking the cg was dope back in the day but i yeah. bet it's really bad now no probably really bad i bet i robots really bad too oh my god dude that was another good movie though it was a good movie Oh man, I, I'm gonna go on a Will Smith like yeah, fucking we have a Will Smith marathon. Oh yeah, dude. We should watch all of Will Smith's movies and then come back and rank them all. Yeah, based from on best to worst, or like, like on how well they slap. I feel like Men in Black <laughs> would be at the top of the list somewhere. That's a fucking slapping ass movie. Men in Black. Men in Black. Is Men in so Black good. is great. Yeah. The part where where he shoots the little girl at the fucking like where it's like the fucking target practice. He's like that guy's just swinging on the light bulb working on his fitness <laughs> <laughs> it's like an alien <laughs> yeah she's so funny um anyways uh yeah what you got brett uh that's it i'm out all i got now is chat gbt ready to make a thing for us yeah i'm also done here let's go ahead oh well then there's also no hot releases this week nothing good coming out next week there is but not this week so Okay, I need at least another week to play Breath of the Wild. Right. You know, at least. <laughs> All right, Brent, give me some of that chat GP trivia. Okay, should we make it about a specific thing? Should we even make it about video games this time? What should we Oh, uh, you want to sw- just switch it up? What should we do? What do you think? Should we pick a video game? Should we pick a movie? Should we just-, just tell it to give you three medium difficult trivia questions All like right. just across the board okay yeah let's see how crazy it gets give me three medium difficulty trivia question okay here we go let's do it Okay. Let's try and just really thinking. All right, here we go. Question one: What is the capital city of Australia? Oh, is it Melbourne? N- no. no. Oh. Sydney. Well, again, this could be wrong. I might. I'm gonna look this up just to make sure it's not. Yeah, look wrong up the capital enough. city of Australia. <laughs> not know. What is the capital 
Well, you don't look it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know any other Australian cities. So (laughs) those are my only two. It's Melbourne and uh, Sydney. I thought it was Sydney. Okay, no. The thing was right. It is Canberra. Yeah, I would never know that. Yeah, I would never know that either. So I still think that's made up. (laughs) It's medium difficulty. Unless you are from anywhere other than Australia. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hard as fuck. Okay. Let's go back to the questions. All right. Question number two. Which planet in our solar system has the largest number of moons? Oh. You only get one guess. Because there's only a the finite l- amount of planets in our solar system. So. <laughs> the largest number of moons? Yes. The, the most amount of moons. Venus. You're wrong. It is Jupiter. Damn. According to ChatGPT, I have to. Add no, that, you're probably right. I have to add that disclaimer because I don't yeah. know if ChatGPT is full of shit. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not big on moons. You know. <laughs> I know Jupiter has quite a few moons. Yeah. Uh, okay. Question three. Oh, this is an easy one. Who painted the famous artwork, The Starry Night? Van Gogh. There you go. You got it. I got one out of three. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah. All right. This is good. That's good. That's a little tough. That's a, The grab bags are tough because I'm not. You never like, know what kind of trivia it's going to give you. Yeah. Oh, so like geography, not my thing. We got to give it a topic next time, you know? Yeah, yeah. We'll do like uh, we'll do like a science or like a history or like like we'll just make it like, you know, school basically. Yeah. But uh, anyways, remember, you've been listening to GameSpeak Podcast courtesy of GameSpeakPodcast.com. The show posts for free every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. But you can watch it live before anyone else on Twitch.tv slash GameSpeakPodcast or Facebook.com slash group slash GameSpeakPodcast or YouTube on every Monday evening at 7.50 p.m. CST. Be sure to join us and the rest of the GameSpeak community at dsc.gg slash GameSpeakPodcast. Check out our other video content on YouTube. And if you want to stay up to date with your boys, you can find me on Twitter at the handle I'll draw for Jamel. Brent at Brent has one. That's the number one. And Devin at Devondrius. And check out the GameSpeak Podcast Instagram. Until next time, listeners. <laughs>